got two sources of caffeine here. Awesome. Because I'm just an addict. I'm just I'm I'm, I'm fully admitting I'm, I'm I'm aware I'm an addict. I've like fucking got to this point right now. I'm on like my cutting phase, so I'm not having anything except for plants, water, water, milk. Um, I learned that I can pretty much drink milk like it's fucking going out of style, and it does absolutely nothing to me. That is like that proves how much of the Norse man I am. Is for how now, much milk I can consume, and I have no problems whatsoever. You're not quitting meat, are you? Mm-mm. No, no, not meat. Just pretty oh, much yeah, just... Yeah. I'm just cutting my calories right now so I can cut a little bit. I actually... I gained... That's the funny thing. I like the emphasis on it. I said cut so I can get cut. I get cut up, you I'll get Brad pitted up, you know what I mean? But, um... Okay. About, oh, a little over a month ago or something like that, I was like, okay, I'm going to start my gain cycle for working out. I'm going to start, you know, going here... So I started you're drinking. You're start doing porno films, right? Yeah, exactly. Get, get big, get gained. <laughs> Weren't you given but, an offer that for that one time back when you were younger? Mm-hmm. I was, but I didn't get really paid a whole lot. That's what sucks about being a man. But um, wait, did you wait? Did you actually take it? No, I didn't take it. Oh, I was gonna say <laughs> I didn't take it to the limit. Why don't you take one more it time in the butthole? That could one be a total. Time. That could be a total song. I never realized that that could be a total song for fucking. Like, take it to the limit one more time. Just like I don't know if I can. One more time, okay. One more okay. time in the butthole. What the fuck is the Eagles are saying? That's what I guess I gotta. <laughs> you guys aren't gonna pull that eagle out and have that eagle fuck me too, are you? Well, yeah, that's our fucking thing. We're the Eagles. What do you think? Fucking into Indian shit. No, we're in the fucking Eagles fucking people. It's just, it's a weird thing, but that's what we do. One, what I think really bothers me about the Eagles so much, the more I think about it, mm-hmm. and I know it's more of a recent thing, what annoys, I, I just, what really annoys me is like the, um, like, um, sub, like, su- su- not South American as in the continent South America, but more like, you know, Arizona. South US. <laughs> South, Southern US kind of like, that like native like made of like white guy native american that, fusion kind of thing yeah, like that te- like arizona and new mexico and like the mojave like, desert seeing a bunch of shit with like turquoise and then always seeing like you know like a, a cow's head decorated and painted in like bright colors or some bullshit like not mexican stuff it's clearly made by a white guy in like a like somewhere in albuquerque you know that just always i just really hit i mean and there was a, a proper term for it south of not not south of the border but like southern america kind well, yeah, of yeah it's it's almost like that it's native american but it's the southern west side native american which you know yeah california like california arizona new mexico you could probably even say utah colorado like that kind of section i but, I, know, I hate that i guy. hate that like you know like what works works for clint eastwood because he's clint eastwood but i mean that white dudes in ponchos bunch of braided beast uh, brace a bunch of beaded bracelets that kind of shit all their out, al- a lot of their album covers have that kind of imagery. I think that's where a lot of my resentment for the Eagles come from. They have, a, they do have a lot of that stuff going their on. Their music's a little overrated, but I think it's more of that. Like, look at the cover of their greatest hits. It's like a fucking like cow skull with a bunch of shit all over. I'm sorry, I cut you off. You were talking about well, here, here's working the, out. This is kind of funny. Yeah, you're like fucking Eagles. Fuck it. But um, okay. I went to gain. I'm like, okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start opening my calories. I'm going to start taking about 3,000 calories in. This should get me like a pound a week. And I was fucking like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go big or go home. I'm going to start getting some fucking half and half. Fucking start chugging that shit like it's milk. Dude, I like drank tons of half and half. I fucking was eating milk or drinking milk and eating all these big meals. And after two weeks, it's like, okay, let's see how much I gained. 
I literally didn't gain a single pound. And I mean, I ate like literally twice as much food as I was normally used to. And it was like, what the fucking shit it was? this? like my fucking mutant ability or something like that? Like he can't gain. <laughs> That's as far <laughs> as you're going, boy. Well, you know, there's got to be those mutants that like, you know, like Nightcrawler or Wolverine where they clearly have some kind of ability. Then there's got to be the ones like, well, I can teleport, but only from here and a foot away. Like, you know, there's got to be the ones that like they really have like a slight ability. You know what I mean? Or it's like, you know, um, I don't I never get nosebleeds. You can punch me in the heart in the face as hard as you can. I will never get a nosebleed. Where do you bleed from? Oh, I just start bleeding out my ass the second that you hit me in the nose. It's like, oh, that's fucking weird. (laughs) Yeah. Or it's just kind of like my left eye is colorblind. My right eye is infrared. Infrared, (laughs) sort of just slightly, just slightly. You it's know. like the, these. These are like these are the students that are like not ex, that not, not like in the main classes at Xavier. You, you see like, them sit in the back of the class, you know. Not you know even what? that. They're like in the. They're like in that. There's like in that like class that, that storage unit that was reverted to a classroom on the edge of campus. <laughs> that they had a role in there just because they had extra students. They're like, well, what are we gonna do with these, professor? Oh, well, I guess we'll just have to get a secondary teacher. You know, they get a rotating temp. Yeah, exactly. You know, every so often Wolverine will go in there like, I don't want to fucking teach these punks today. The, all right. the air conditioner's always broken. Never. We're going to put on a movie today, kids. All right. That's what we're doing. <laughs> Just going to watch a movie today. Yeah, we're going to watch Last of the Mohican. See, it relates. Full circle. <laughs> but, um, okay. So, yeah, like I couldn't gain. And then all of a sudden I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Okay. I'm going to try this again. So I went out and got some Ronnie Coleman stuff to mix up with my yeah, buddy. And this Ronnie Coleman weight gainer, you know, which you can always trust. There's a big, if there's a big black guy saying, like, stand there, giving you all the muscles, saying you can do it, you're like, God damn right, I can. <laughs> because that's probably, the, that's probably, like, the worst example is, like, if you're, like, a skinny white guy looking at a big black guy, it's like, you, you don't have that body type. You'll never have that body type. Don't, <laughs> don't be looking at that to think that's what you got to get. You got to look at somebody like Tom Cruise. Whenever I see Tom Cruise in the movie, I go, that's something I can achieve. That right there. That is me. Want to hear what's, want to hear how lazy I go for? I go, I don't even go for, like, you know, like, Tom Cruise or Brad Pitt. I go for Chris Pratt. <laughs> That's who I go for. You can, he was, you can change. You can change. I'm not I'm not sure if I said this on the show or not. Um this one day at my job, I have this um keychain of Chris Pratt from Guardians of the Galaxy on on my backpack. And it's like this little like cartoony kind of like big head, little body and like tiny little dots for eyes. But you if you know maybe you wouldn't know what it was at first, but first oh, it's it's Chris Pratt. Well, anyway, I had this girl sincerely ask me, this this girl sincerely asked me, is that a keychain of yourself? That's a pretty badass compliment. That's one of those things like, wow, either I look a lot like Chris Pratt or I just look like look a very featureless, a, fe- a featureless little anime character. You know, of, of like black, you know, eyes that like eat into your soul. Black soulless eyes that ha- there's nothing going on in there. Well... With that Ronnie Coleman thing, though, I was able in two weeks, I fucking gained 10 pounds. There you go. There you go. So it's kind of nice. But afterwards, I'm like, fuck it. I don't want to have two protein shakes a day and all this stuff. I'm going to go to my cutting phase. Whatever. Fuck it. It's almost April. Whatever. Shit. So now it's kind of nice. It's like, oh, I don't have to. There's something kind of nice about cutting. It's like almost like you save money. You're like, because, you know, it's not like you go like, go like, oh, I can't eat that or that. It's like, no, you just you just kind of eat less and eat more fruits and vegetables. So it's like, you know, you go somewhere to like a restaurant, like, here, if I'll spend three bucks. Oh, that's all I need. 
The only thing that's the only thing that I have trouble cutting is just caffeine because my job requires me to get up early in the morning and then um, I'm it's ten hours a day. I'm usually on my feet, so that's the thing that I'm having trouble cutting out of my diet is just caffeine. I could probably find lower, better versions of it. So it's usually like coffee and like uh, one of those like zero calorie like rock stars or something like that, which I know is not that great for you. But yeah. So. Well, the thing is about caffeine, it's like you just got to get you almost want to take like a vacation for like two weeks. And then just don't have it in that period. So by the time you come back, you won't need it anymore. That's, that's I know thing. I can. Th- this is going to sound like a total junky thing. I know I can quit cold turkey because I've done it before. I've totally just quit like energy drinks for like two years. And then I had to go on a road trip. I'm like, all right, well, I'm driving from like uh, from California all the way to like Grants Pass or I'm driving from Sonora to Grants Pass, Oregon at like two in the morning. So and this guy's he's going to sell me some West Coast turnaround. So I kind of. Said, fuck it. I don't even know. This, I don't know what the re- reference of West Coast Turnaround is. Oh, it's like some type of speed from like the 60s and oh. 70s. <laughs> some like what, vanishing point. Yeah, well, what it means It takes seven like, hours to get there. I'm going to get there in five. Well, it's what, it's what truckers would take is what happens is, you know, okay, you're going from the East Coast and you're going to deliver something to like Los Angeles or San Francisco. And then you need something because you're at the West Coast and you're going to turn back around and keep going and not oh, fucking stuff. Mm-hmm. So you no, got yeah, so I would. Speed. So yeah, I was at the I was at the uh, gateway drug for that. So I had I mean, I, and that would be like that'd be a, a once in a while thing. Like I would just have like one or two. I'd have like those, and I went on a long road trip, or it was a weird weird occasion of some kind. Then I moved here, and I started doing. Then then I moved here, I just started drinking them again, and yeah, it, gonna, it becomes so, a bad habit, I think. And I think a lot of times work will always tie that in because all it takes is you get that point, you're like, fuck it, fuck life. Fuck this shit. Fuck it all up. You know what? Gonna get myself a fucking monster because it's gonna make me feel good inside. And it definitely does. Like, there is something about a monster because I haven't had really an energy drink in a long time. But it almost reminds me of, like, Wolf of Wall Street when Jonah Hill comes up to Leo at the end and, and like, Leo's like, yeah, I stopped drinking beer. I'm drinking this fucking O'Doul's non-alcoholic. He's like, what's that like? Fucking sucks. <laughs> like, you, you don't feel Does he want to get fucked up? I don't know if I can live if I couldn't get fucked up, man. It's like, well, it's when you quit energy drinks, it's not like you feel any better. You feel like you're like, oh, man, I'm going to feel great. It's like, no, because you miss that, like, fucking Matthew McConaughey feel that you get when you drink an energy drink. And then you're like, all right, all right, all right. Let's see where this day's going to go now. And everything starts to relax. You start slowing down. And you start going, mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, I don't know what it is. Like, that's the one thing I do love about the energy drinks. And this is like when you drink, like, the blue ones, like the non-sugared ones. Because they give you this, like, you're alert and awake, but you're also, like, calm and relaxed. Like, they're the perfect for, like, a fucking drive, because it's like, you're like, okay, lean back into the seat, turn up the fucking tunes, okay, we're out of here, no fucking worries now. I like how your spirit animal is Matthew McConaughey. Pretty much. That Ryu. <laughs> Ryu charging. <laughs> fucking Street Fighter Beast guy. You got, well, Ryu's all kind of like Zen, but he's much more disciplined. Like, McConaughey's kind of like, hey, man, whatever happens, happens. And like, Ryu is though like, no, it's in the heat of the battle. It's in the heart of the moment. Whatever, man. We just got to chill. Oh, man. Fuck you. As if, like, if Ken couldn't show up, it would be like Matthew McConaughey hanging out with Ryu. Or fucking even Matthew McConaughey as Ken. <laughs> oh, no. He'd be too, like, he just, like, he'd, like, probably just go to, like, competitions. Let's. You see all you see all these girls around here. Look at all—they are all like so fit. That Chun Li girl, that Cama girl, 
Oh, damn, soccer. I don't know if she's legal, but I'm about to find out, you know. But we're in Thailand, so it don't matter now. Age of consent here is 12. Shit, I don't even know if they have an age of consent. Fuck it. Yeah, look at that guy over there. He's got a fucking little girl on, like, a leash, you know, just walking her around. Fuck knows what that is. <laughs> there is, um... That guy over there, he's got a little boy. That's around. Necro. It's like fucking Necro. He always had that girl with him or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Um, oh, no. no, that was, like, uh, that got dark real quick. Um... I, the, regarding like energy drinks and that kind of stuff, I, I like I said that I know this is a to- this is everything that a junkie says, but there's that I can quit anytime I want, I and I have time, quit. And that dick I sucked last night for a fucking hit a monster <laughs> that just happened. Okay, it was just in the heat of the moment. Just saying. I was low on cash. Rent's coming up. Hey, he had that fucking orange monster. They don't even they haven't sold it in like five fucking years. <laughs> what do you Not think? That I got no, no, no. Remember, there was literally a monster, and I miss it because... Oh, the black and orange one. Yeah. Well, no, it was literally back in the day when you only had, like, three choices of monster. Not like how we have, like, 30 fucking plus choices nowadays. And there was mm-hmm. one that was... What it was, it was a mix of orange juice. It was, like, half orange juice, half monster. And they haven't oh, sold okay. it in fucking years. Well, there's this... I know that there's a point back, cause back when... Um, when I was first starting working the restaurant industry... There are some days I'd be getting up at six o'clock in the morning and just going to work and just like prepping food and, you know, doing whatever. And I would just literally I almost felt kind of like I was like in vanishing point or whatever or something because I would just be just grabbing like just bunch of fucking energy drinks. And I said this in the show before. There's a period where I would just get random nosebleeds out of nowhere. And I was like, huh, that's weird. As I take a sip of another, like, you know, amp, like Mountain Dew amp or whatever. <laughs> and then later I put two and two together. Like, oh, wait, maybe these are connected. I just cut myself <laughs> off from them or just started like, I'll have to just have one a day rather than just because it went from being like, I got to get up early. I better grab a Rockstar or Red Bull. And it went from, from that to, I'm thirsty. I'm going to grab a Rockstar or Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I need to bathe today. Oh, it feels so good. There is this one that was called Rockstar Cola. And it literally tasted exactly like Coca-Cola. Only it was like Rockstar. And it worked like an energy drink. But it tastes exactly like it. That thing, it must have killed a lot of people. Because remember I had a lot of those. And it was only there for like a month or two months. So it must have, then it was gone. So yeah, so it must have had like, just like, you know, like kryptonite or some shit in it. Yeah, something that's like, this will cause a heart attack. Something like, is this on the elemental chart? I don't know. Throw it in there. I'll see what it does. Throw it in there. It gives you a fucking super, you know, extreme high. Oh, okay. (laughs) But no, right now, that's what I got. I got, I blended up some grapefruit with a half a cucumber. And it's fucking grapefruit. Huh. But I'm I like seeing all these healthy drinks that you bring on this show, and I'm always <laughs> that's all I bring anymore. I like I don't even really, I haven't even had tea in a long time. It seems like so it's like mm-hmm. the only caffeine I really have, I guess, is in my Yeah Buddy pre workout, and I'm almost kind of contemplating on like sort of like cutting back. I feel like my workout wise will become so primal. Like one day, like all of a sudden, my fucking music didn't work. And I was like, well, fuck this shit. I'm just gonna work out without tunes, and then. For the last three weeks, I haven't worked out with tunes at all. I've been like, okay, I'm just working out with nature. It's kind of weird. It's just all of a sudden, it takes just one moment of like, fucking shit ain't fucking working. And then next thing you know, it's like, okay, well, fuck, I'm just going to do it without it. I don't need you. I don't fucking need you. <laughs> uh, sir, would you Go stop? Go on, Mickey. You were never there for me before. <laughs> so that's your MP3 player. Never there. Never there. That was Rocky 1. I don't know. He got, like, sophisticated by Rocky 3. 
Well, all of a sudden he's like, yeah, I have a Rocket 3. Now I've got fucking a business suit on and a million dollars in my pocket. Like he still has that rough and tumble thing, but he does. But there's, it looks like there's more piloting going on upstairs. One and two, he almost kind of like Forrest Gump's his way through everything. <laughs> yeah, it really, it really is the story of a guy who's like borderline special ed. <laughs> yeah, like the part where he confronts Adrian in the pet store. Just like I know he's a good natured guy, but that could come across as very threatening. Like, well, I like you a lot, Adrian. He comes, he's like, she's always just. She, it's like just literally. Two like socially off people just colliding, you know. <laughs> it really, it really is a story. Like in the seventies, nobody would know what to call it, but it's like it is kind of like two like partially special ed people meeting, and they're like, and the fat fucking like douchebag um, brother, Polly, yeah, exactly. Who's just then, always fucking there? And it's like, that and like fi- some that would be a controversial art film if Rocky came out now. Yes, it would be, but back then it was just like, oh, okay. That's like, you know, everybody's got a Rocky down the street. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. Well, you don't know a fucking Adrian out there? I know all kinds of Adrians. Like, I'm not talking about like a, I'm not talking about like an indie film in the context of being the little guy going up against the big guy, working the docks, like doing that. I mean, literally just the mental side of it, you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, But, um, no, but regarding the, you know, caffeine and all that kind of stuff, it's almost like the first week of it is almost the weird period. Like once you get past that first week, that's almost kind of like easy selling. Cause you'd be like, it's more than anything. Cause if I don't have like, say caffeine, I don't feel like I am so energized. I'm just like, Oh, I feel kind of normal, which isn't good. But if you could just kind of wean yourself off it, it just kind of like normalizes itself. It's literally just like, um, it's, you know, the FDA is cr- crooked and corrupt as fuck. They, they pour poison in nearly all our stuff. Yeah, well, I know, I'm, I know like, I'm sounding like one of those guys like, it's all conspiracy, man. They want to kill us all. I'm not sure. Like, you could kill us all. It's like, you're like smoking a cigarette. Like, it's fucking cigarettes, man. They're going to fucking kill us. And you're like, dude, but why are you fucking the cigarettes? Smoking the cigarette then. It's like, oh, I don't know, fucking man. It's like, it's, it's just there, man. It's like, it's there. I can't stop now. I fucking already start. I started when I was fucking 12. What are you going to fucking want me to do, huh? Quit now. Quit fucking cold turkey. You're fucking crazy. It's like, okay. I'll say that, like, uh, like uh, given studies I read, like sugar and junk food is harder to quit than fucking cigarettes, and that's one of those things where it's like, so when people say like one thing, because I, I remember when I was a little kid, I was thinking like, gee golly, if cigarettes are so bad, why don't we just like take them off the market? Why doesn't the government just step in? Now I'm just like, <laughs> and they're like, Ryan, Ryan, buddy, Ryan, buddy, buddy. Don't you know that he, he like puts his arm around you, starts walking you down like, here, have a fucking lollipop. No, no, here, have a candy cigarette. They're fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, buddy. Okay, here's the thing. Taxes. Where do you think those come from? Well, well, you know, I, I know that my parents pay tax. Yes, they do, but buddy. But here's the thing. Cigarettes bring in a lot of fucking taxes. So we ain't going to fucking get rid of them. Remember that time we got rid of fucking alcohol? No? Well, it was fucking terrible. Don't you ever forget that. We lost so much fucking money. So remember, Ryan, fucking tax the shit out of people. Keep America good. <laughs> Just like, next. Next, okay, another kid we need to convince in. No, but the thing is, um, no, but there's literally, when 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 I was younger, before you understand how it all works and on tax and, you know, you just think like, oh, gee, Willikers, why don't they just, you know, if this stuff kills people, why don't they just get rid of it, you know? And then it's just like, if they told me, like, Ryan, you know that craft cheese you like? That shit kills you. 
I would be like, oh, well, um, well, not that. I mean, you know, maybe just once in a while. If you just have that, like, if you, if I knew that half the shit that was bad, you know, you know, it's bad for you. But now in the 90s, just nobody told you. That's how it was. Like nearly everything, every other food in the, in the, you know, every other food out there seems to have something that causes cancer in it. So um, now it's just kind of like, well, if we suddenly took Oreos, Kraft cheese, all this shit that's American staples off the market, you would have people like, it would look like a riot footage, just people like tipping over a hostess car, you know? Yeah, I know, like two guys fucking fighting over like a Lucky Charms and they just happen to be Irish, so it looks hilarious. <laughs> See someone throwing like, you know, like um like a uh, security cam footage of someone throwing a Molotov cocktail in the middle of like a fucking like liquor store, grabbing, <laughs> not, not going for the liquor, just grabbing for all the <laughs> candy. The, candy bars. Yeah. the part that's always there that's always like, hey, Billy. Don't tell your fucking mom about it. Here's a pack of Skittles. Don't tell her that I'm fucking going to get hammered tonight. <laughs> the only thing left over is just like, you know, Milky Way Dark or just some random off the wall. Like, oh, it's not even one of, like, one of the semi, semi healthier ones. Cause yeah, the semi better choices is whatever that can be. But um, yeah, it, it is one of those ones like it's, it's kind of nice though. Like when you kind of go like just simplify it like okay i'm just gonna have my good peanut butter gonna have my fucking milk my eggs my vegetables my fruit and i'll pick some random meat up here and there we'll make fucking shit happen mm-hmm. but no, i get lazy so i like to drink a lot of things so that's yeah, why i like just, give me a fucking blender and i'm set to go like i could cook it or i could just throw a little shit in, the, in like a little box and it comes out in juice and there we go chewing is just too much work for me yeah i, I like fucking juice it's like that's the best way to go i like protein shakes and i like fucking juices for me, it ultimately comes down to, like, it's been a long day at work. I'm just going to throw a bunch of shit and do, like, I don't know. It's, it's like, what's going to have, what's for dinner? Lack of effort, to quote Patton Oswalt. Yeah, it got kind of bound to happen, but. We should actually probably get a smidge of house clean out of the way. Uh, well, yeah, hello, update welcome to the Podcast. I'm 20 minutes in. 20 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> I got to forget about that part. Just in case you're wondering what the fuck you're listening to. Um, just to get Ryan a house clean. Just, uh, just out of curiosity. That's what the other guy Yeah, is. I'm Ryan Dunnigan. Um, <laughs> just to get a little house cleaning out of the way real quick. Um, I have hairnet now. I'm not sure if you heard the last episode, which I didn't know I was being on. Rec- the thing with the last episode, because I call you like, motherfucker, this fucking thing. And I didn't know I was being recorded. So like, let me see if my PlayStation's fucking working. I was like, just burying my hand in my face. Cause I didn't know you were recording all that. <laughs> my fucking PlayStation's not working. Either. <laughs> it's all static. <laughs> It's so funny when I was listening to it, like again, like editing it together. I'm like, oh my god, this is like, this is like those kind of moments that you just, they just happen. There's no way you can like create them. It's only gonna happen. It's like I think of it almost in the sense like one of my favorite Nerdist episodes was when Harrison Ford was on there because of just the hostility in the room. Like you just can't create that. That's fucking. That made me laugh so hard. What well, was like? It was one of those things because if you didn't hear the last one, folks. Uh, well, I'll say this. Show actually got a lot better when I was off it. <laughs> it was just you and Austin talking about and, and life. Like, all like, what to do of life, man? Fucking make a life decision. Make it now. Do it. When you and Austin were on the show, just the two of you talking about life and all that, I was like, oh, maybe it's for the best. My internet just crapped out on me because the show got a lot better. But um, there was this moment, though, because like my internet just crashed, and um, I called you on the phone a few times, like, man, it's not fucking working. I'll figure it out. It's fucking bullshit. And I call you a bit, like, you know, 20 minutes later, like, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with this thing. But still not knowing I'm being recorded. I assume you, you pause the recording, and then, like, just to find out that, like, the whole time when I'm trying to troubleshoot, I'm like, no, that's not working. This isn't working over here. It's on the fucking show. 
<laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Hopefully, other people do. There's this part where you hear me turn on. You even hear the X. You even hear the PlayStation power up. Like, no, that's not fucking working either. Give <laughs> me a fucking speaker. And the next, the like the, earlier this week, we we're supposed to have um, uh, the uh, painted back, uh, painted black crew on there. We're gonna have uh, Brian. We're out. I don't know if Brian's gonna come on. I hope he comes on. But if not, Brian, at least uh, Pete and Lou. So. Uh, We'll be having them on next episode. If, yeah, next episode that, would be that. If my internet doesn't go shitty on me again. so. And then a couple other things, too, because this we didn't get mentioned last time, but we also got sort of the side um, podcast sort of going that Dunnigan started off one episode, and I did a second follow-up one. But it's just little short, 20-something minute long episodes where we pick a couple comic books and talk all about them and just kind of get in the depth and, you know, gave us a reason to go, hey, you got this big fucking stack of comic books. It's always eyeing you, always looking at you, going like, huh? You're just going to keep fucking buying shit and put it on here? Well, you're going to fucking read it, you fucking pussy. And you're like, hey, 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 quit, quit hassling me. It's, you know what I mean? Like, just be grateful you're sitting there, you know? Which and I, I, got episode, like, I got episode three recorded. I just got to edit it. Oh, awesome. I was, I was going to ask you that, too. I was like, you got number three going? Because I got, I think, an idea for number four. So, but it's kind of fun, a little bit different. Kind of get to let you kind of go out there and try just, hey, let's fucking, I, I want to talk exactly about this. Make it, boom, short, easy, pretty cool. So check that out. It's under old OMO um, comic book show. And I just put down an, an old man podcast uh, project or something like that. Something like that. So it's, it's easy. I just, have, I just have the title card I made for just OMO comic book show. So Yeah, I had that like probably in the thing, so. But no, like uh, maybe what you said once we get a couple episodes, because we're still not sure if it's going to be an ongoing thing or if it's going to be just like a little science experiment. But um, maybe once we get another, maybe once we get a couple more episodes up there, they might be up for download. For now, it's only on the YouTube channel. So. Yeah, it's on YouTube and Newgrounds. Also, my uh, also my personal, like the episodes I do just for the sake of it are on my own personal uh, YouTube channel, which does not, I've never used to really reach out and kind of like post a lot of stuff. So it's just like this thing with no subscribers two like <laughs> two random videos. So, and that, that's just, Years more of apart. just <laughs> yeah. So that's just literally just my own private channel. I just use to watch stuff on most of the stuff you would find on, or actually all the stuff you'd find on the old man orange page. So, but yeah, so it's, you know, you can find it on Newgrounds, YouTube. That's always super easy. And then, yeah, I was even thinking like almost in time, if you want to just do the lazy thing is once we had a handful of episodes, we could combine like five of them together and just kind of, Pop it into Old Man Orange podcast and be like, boom. So they go. hear the Them Strangers song, like, all right, go, folks, tune in next week. Da, na, 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 na. Do it again. It out. Do it back up. Hey, welcome to the second episode. Na, 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 na. They're going to hate those songs like every episode. You could like edit around that, but still, you know yeah. what I mean? But whatever, something, something like that. But um, yeah, so there's that to check out. And then also, I do have my Pizza Boys issue one comic book on Amazon that you should go out and check buy read and fucking rate and review that shit because it's funny it's funny that's what it is at the end of the day i don't know if it's much more than that but it's a story it's life it's everything you want story about a girl who cried a river and drowned the whole world yeah that girl has to put up with shit from four other people (laughs) now i'm thinking i'm thinking about that song no actually that's a guy you you brought it around because there is one girl in that book who's the (laughs) server i forgot about that shit from all that stuff and actually in the second issue she comes back around as a much bigger character that I literally is that just, Audrey? Yeah, that I ripped from like my random ass sitcom that I wrote a long time ago. 
funny thing because uh, I know that I know the little side things you've done, and I know of characters that never seen the light of day. So now I'm like, oh, is that that character? Okay, that's what's kind of nice about Pizza Boys. It's just like literally like, oh, all this extra stuff I have. Let me flip the notes. Plug in, plug in, plug in. Okay, cool. That makes it easy to use. But uh, I wasn't gonna say regarding that. No, that but I did enjoy the book. Last episode before I got cut off, it was actually kind of worthwhile. I, <laughs> well, if, I gotta respond. Too, I, I want to say this. I love where it cut off because it literally cut off like you couldn't have timed that better. Too. It was like, well, let me tell you about the new project that I'm doing. <laughs> it's just like right there. And I was gonna mention the pod, the new podcast, and then I'm actually I'm not gonna set a date on this or say what it's about exactly. I'm just going to say I am working on a horror comic, a uh, weird little creepy horror comic. It's not going to be that long. It's not going to be super ongoing. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I don't really know. It's going to be at least a couple of months before that thing's done because I just I, – I, I could have the simplest concepts, but then I myself have to make it way more harder than it needs to be. So it's going to come out eventually, probably within like uh, – Probably with it. Probably within this year. We'll just say it that way. But it's a horror comic. I know. Sometimes I look at other people's comics that are kind of simple, and I go, "Fuck, do I do way more work than I need to?" Like you look at some people's, it's like they don't even have a background for like the last six panels. Like I, I was fucking reading a Batgirl comic, and it was one of those ones. Like I will literally say this, just like in the, the structure of it, I'm like, dude, I'm surprised that fucking whoever was the DC editor let this book kind of get by. It's like. They're on an airplane, and it's Batgirl and Poison Ivy, and a plant's broken out, and they're all fucking fighting and shit. But, like, I mean, literally, it's like, you know they're, they're on an airplane, but then all of a sudden, there's, like, no fucking backgrounds for, like, 15 fucking panels. And it's like, dude, who the fuck, what the fuck, laziest? Like, I mean, I'm not saying anything to be, but it's like... That's a manga thing. Well, yeah, but manga's even, they still always it's, come it's, back it to the started, It started, I want to say I almost started in manga, because they no, would have, like, it's, the... it's in, like... In the olden days, like, you know, because if you look at old comics, like 60s and 70s ones, a lot of them are missing a lot of backgrounds, too. And the whole reason for that was that was so you could crank out like fucking three issues a month, you know, mm -hmm. per person, because it was like, you know, old school workways. But they'd have like sometimes a lot of those like blurring. I, I guess maybe I just noticed it in a lot more manga or anime. They just have like blurring lines and a blank background or like they didn't even fucking have lines in this Batgirl one. Not even that. I no. started, I got that for action based stuff. I'm going to start doing that where it's just, you know, more of like that kind of flashing. In an anime, it looks tacky. Like, or in a cartoon, it looks tacky. But in something like uh, Still Page. Well, you kind of need it in Still Pages. Yeah, Still Pages, I get it. Still Pages, I get it. But uh, anime, well, it looks kind of tacky. He's like, oh, come on, dude. Show me and, and I mean, and this is kind of like, in a sense, how backgrounds could kind of go in like, I guess, the lazy band way, because this works both with animations and comics is you literally all you gotta do is show the fucking background once technically like hey here we are and then from that point on once you kind of cut to the close shots it technically doesn't matter but sometimes i just kind of felt like well i'm gonna, I'm gonna spice it up just a little bit but i look at sometimes other people's stuff and it's like dude you can just get away for fucking days without ever showing that back i mean what's good that back row comic it's an airplane like what, what else are you gonna fucking show you know what i mean but still it just kind of blew me away in like a dc book because I, I you almost never see that anymore like yeah you pull out an 80s book you'll see that all the time but, like, nowadays it seems like, what the fuck? You think they would have just got some, like, intern to come in? Like, here, fucking draw some, like, baggages or fucking a couple windows or I don't know. What the, what the, wherever the fuck's in an airplane, you draw it. <laughs> I heard that, um, I think it was maybe in Greg Capullo. He said that, like, when you uh, audition as an artist for, I think it was Marvel, what they do is they'll have a scene set up for you. One of the ideal scenes is on an airplane because airplanes... Vision. 
Yeah, because apparently airplanes are really hard to um, so hard to draw inside of airplanes. It's very narrow, trying to give proper depth of field, all that kind of stuff. So they would have, and like you have to have A, B, and C, like this certain scene play out and see how this guy would do it. And apparently he like failed that, but he was like, fuck you guys, I'm punk rock, I don't give a shit. And then he went off. I think that's where he went to Image after or something. He got, he got in there, he got back to Marvel somehow. But I remember there's some guy. or something after that. There is somewhere he went. I don't remember where. It was a really good episode of Fat Man on Batman. But um, yeah, that was like I'm not. I'm wondering how they still. They probably change it. They probably mix it up every few years. Well, I've heard that from multiple people, not just Greg Capullo, but I've heard the Vision airplane thing is used a lot. And I mean, I think also the other reason too, it's because an airplane's kind of like a boring setting, you know, and it all looks the same no matter what direction you look. I think that's more what it is. It's not. It's just kind of like. Yeah, it's almost one of those ones just not the most interesting. But if you just kind of did it for a bunch of creative things, but, you know, whatever. Sometimes, as I said, at the end of the day, I look at sometimes other people's stuff and I go, fuck, I'm doing too much work. What the hell am I doing drawing all this shit in the background? I'm trying to put funny fucking cowboy ads in the back of my fucking thing to have it like a <laughs> double joke. <laughs> I find myself kind of uh, every so often like... um like there'd be some backgrounds like, oh, let's just get this fucking out of the way. Let's just get this done and... Uh, a lot of the one I'm currently working on right now, there's a lot of like um, nature stuff going on. And there's like these and I notice sometimes drawn like vegetation or just weird things. The bat like that's almost kind of what I really like what I really, really, really get into is just more of the weirder, disgusting or creepy kind of things. Things that because I'm like when you put a lot of detail into like a background building. That does nothing for me. But I notice that I'm more interested in drawing like weird organic things. And there's like this weird plants that shows up in this thing I'm working on. And almost the detail of just, how, just drawing the different vines, the way it kind of goes out and the different perspective. That almost kind of is really fun to me. But a lot of times backgrounds is just so boring to draw for me. I don't know what it is. It probably depends on what it is exactly though, you know? I think that's true. I actually kind of like backgrounds. I'm not really like the greatest background drawer, but it's one of those ones like... I always feel like I could do fucking backgrounds for somebody else. Like, like I would enjoy that. Like that wouldn't bother me at all. And I, I mean, got, that's good to hear. Cause I'm almost at this point. Like for like, I, I could think of three or four people I'd be willing to pay just to do the backgrounds for me. Like I'll draw the characters. I mean, fuck if, if I, if I would draw the, I I'd have you draw them if you were up for it, but I draw the, I draw the characters, you draw the backgrounds, but I don't have the money to pay it. So I'm not going to bother asking anybody right now. Yeah, but yeah, at the end of the day, I can kind of see where like that would kind of come in handy just to because the backgrounds do take time. That is definitely true. It's like they take way more time than you sometimes think. It's like when you got a splash page, it's like, fuck, why did I make a splash page? That's fucking stupid. If I make a bunch of little fucking Frank Miller panels, I just got to draw someone's face talking the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> That's almost thinking back, like because Dark Knight Returns, that what makes that book so good. I mean, just visually is when I first looked at it, I'm like, it looks different from other Batman books. I don't like the artwork, man. But as time went on, I actually yeah. really love the artwork of that book. And I think that there are moments it looks simplistic, but knows where to use its simplicity. And there are other moments where it's very well detailed. And you can see this is what he was really, the part he was really passionate about, but other parts where it is simplistic. It's like, you just got a point, you just got across what you needed to get across. And then it's kind of like for the subject matter, kind of like the simplicity of it almost fix the topics. You know what I mean? Cause you have all these talking heads 
complaining Mm -hmm. about Batman or whatever on the news cycle. It's like they don't need all that great detail and they're not made to look like they're all that likable. So no, it's supposed to just be look like you're almost like you're watching TV. Like, you know, when you look at news things, it's never it's just a it's a talking head and like a background. That's like it. You know, it's nothing. Big. I can only imagine. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, cut you off. Oh, I'm just saying that's, you know, that's all it is. And that's probably just where Frank Miller got it because he's probably looking at the news and just kind of like fucking simple. We'll make it look simple. I can only imagine how much that he's doing for the new one when that comes out in graphic novel. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I bought the first issue and I liked it. I liked what I read. And I was going to keep on reading, buying it issue by issue. But, you know, I know myself. I'm just going to get the graphic novel when it comes out anyway. So, yeah, I'm just waiting well, for Well, that one's weird, novel. too, because I thought I was going to end on the last issue that came out like fucking five, six months ago or something like that. And then it kind of just like, oh, that's not the end. Well, then what the fuck? Like, how long is this thing going to go on for? And it's been like, once again, like six or so months. And there hasn't been a. He got a couple. He had like a second win. He got a Gus's second win. At first, he was like, I'm doing dark. I remember there was that was actually something that was on like, I think. MS, like, you know, like, like Bing, like, I want to say like, I'm like Bing, like one of the news stories or trending news stories or one of the one of the search engines. It was. Frank Miller returned to Batman. And that says a lot when it's something like that. Mm-hmm. When it's something like, you know, because a lot of people are like, wait, who's Frank Miller? Oh, the guy who made 300? Oh, okay. Oh, he, he did some for Batman? Oh, okay. Where, where it's like, that says a lot about, like, you know, when a major news outlet or, or something that's posting much major news posts, this dude is writing Batman again. And I think that it said something like, oh, you know what? I'm going to do number four. I think I got a fourth one in me. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Well, there's I like actually went six out. or seven of them by now. Well, what they're doing with it now, I kind of at first I was a little confused because everybody was just jumping in on it. There was Frank Miller's main story. And then there was a side story that came along with it that was about another character that plays into what's yeah, going they, on they, in they that just issue. Put little, they put little teeny issues in there. And Frank Miller draws and writes all those ones. Which I'm wondering if, like, so is Brian Azzarello actually doing the Batman story and Frank Miller's doing all the smaller ones? Okay, or well, is the, it like it's like the, the Frank Miller writes all of them, but Brian Azzarello draws the main story. But he does okay. it, like, in a Frank Miller style, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And then I think Brian Azzarello was doing a little bit of writing, maybe. He might be just doing the artwork. But, uh, but then um, I th- I'm wondering if that's all going to be in the same book or if there's, here's the side stories, here's the just the Batman. I'm wondering if they're doing that because... And, and like, because they're getting people amped up for all this stuff, just all these different crossover type things. Because I went on about Dark Knight, what's it called? Dark Knight, The Last Crusade, which is the story of how Jason Todd died. And that's drawn by, um, by, he's, he's a big DC guy, uh, Romano. Yeah. And, and that's the one that, that was just, a, that was like an in between issue of, uh, Dark Knight 3. Yeah, yeah. That well, this is how like Jason Todd died before Dark Knight. Yeah, and yeah, John John Romita Jr. That's who it was. In a forward by Robert Rodriguez. But yeah, no, that, so that's I'm one good one too. But yeah, they're all like 30, 40 pages long each. So it's gonna make it's probably gonna be a two part graphic novel if anything. If he keeps going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that he's just kind of a uh, because he wasn't doing nothing for a while, as far as I know. I mean, he was probably doing things here and there, but oh no, it's one of those things. He's like one of those crazy mad genius guys where I'm not sure what it was. Like he, uh, he, uh, 
back when all the Occupy Wall Street stuff was going on, he was going up there like, fuck all these stupid hip, they need to get a fucking job. Hope they fucking die. It's like, Jesus Christ. He's so you know? old and angry. <laughs> He's like, I'm going back to Batman. Like, well, you are? Yeah. He's going to kill a lot of fucking Muslims. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Yeah. Catwoman's going to help him out. Like, oh, let's, let's pump the brakes a little bit. Um, <laughs> you, we're not saying you can't make that book. We're saying you can't use Batman. You fucking pussies. Comes out with Holy War, which I never read. I'm not, I heard like multiple things. I heard some people say the book is partially satire. Other parts we say, does he believe this shit? I really don't know. I've never read the book. It's probably kind of like, I bet you it is partially satire. It's that probably that kind of book where, almost like a Starship Troopers, where you could be super far right and go, fucking A, let's take out those dirty bugs. Or you could be extremely left and go, ah, oh, look it, a whole kind of like totalitarian fucking right wing military, you know, based society. But like, it's kind of funny to watch. It almost just makes you laugh because it's so kind of goofy. And I think that's probably how you can look at that book, too. You could, you could get whatever you wanted out of it, just depending on who you are going into it. That voice just, like, hurt the left side of my head. <laughs> it was like, oh, God. Just a flying Republican punch. Flying Republican it's just punch. like the Republican, the, right, the conservative side of my brain is just, like, beating up the liberal side. Just like, you fucking pussy, you stay down. Stay down. Ugh. But. No, but um, um, regarding that whole thing, um regarding uh Holy frank War. miller well even well even like 300 like i'm not gonna lie look at that that like spartans are a bunch of fucking assholes but i can enjoy that but they're a bunch of old-timey republicans definitely but i can still enjoy that book for what it is it's still a fun i mean i actually i'll be honest i never read the book i can enjoy <laughs> yeah, the movie for what it is i kind of just did it well, I heard the book was way more like shorter. It was more of just kind of like, here's just a quick little book. And um, the movie added a lot more to it, apparently, like the whole thing with the wife and all that. And I don't really agree with all that po- uh, philosophy and politics, but it's a, you know, it's a fun, it's a, it's fun, a movie. fun movie. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why a lot of people suddenly hated it, because it went from being like, it's a pretty cool looking movie. And it's, you know, a bunch of guys killing other guys. And then it's just like. Then eventually they said like, oh, there's some kind of it looks on top of being kind of gay. It also is like very Republican. I don't know if I like this. It's like, so many oh, mixed messages here. <laughs> yeah. Like, are we gay or what? Like, <laughs> just a bunch it, of- I mean, you know, I, I feel I feel conflicted. He's killed a lot of Arabs, but they look gay. <laughs> they look very gay doing it. I got mixed opinions on this. <laughs> I like a lot of Fox newscasters are all about it. I had to go home and I said to my wife, I'm like, honey, am I gay? Really? Am I gay? I don't know. <laughs> Why are you still talking your fucking newscaster voice? It's just all I know. It's all I know. I mean, 300, like, they're killing Middle Eastern people, so I should love it. But, I mean, they're looking very gay while doing it, so I, I, I don't know. Was it weird? I'm having a real identity what, what, crisis here. When me and the other guys at Fox News, we went to go see the movie. We were so pumped up. At the end, we got up. We took our dicks out and fucking raised them to the sky like swords. It just happened. Nobody thought it was gay at the time. Wait, was I gay? We, we all came in unison like we were firing guns into the air. And it came right on to this poor, poor sap-looking boy that was mopping up fucking popcorn. And next thing you know, it rained come down on him. He had a mental breakdown and nobody seemed to care. Nobody did. We just kept walking by, shouting, fucking 300, 300, 300. 
I think Tommy yeah. took a shit on his face because he was so in the mode. <laughs> Frank then did like the, this is Sparta! Like for good measure, just kicked him while he was down. Yeah, and then he went over next and kicked the fucking trash can over the same way too. It went everywhere. There was soda, there was popcorn, there was throw up. Everywhere was covered in there. That poor, poor, poor fucking kid had to clean that up. And we didn't think anything of it. It's like, you know, honey, a kid never fucking bothered you before. It's starting to bother me. I'm having fucking dreams. I had a dream where I woke up and I was in bed and I looked over and it was Leonidas. And he was giving me the gay eye. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I could see. I don't really. Uh, that was just right there. I, I'm just mentioning this kid. Just like I just started today. It was my first day. And they just came on me. And then they beat me. And a guy shit on my fucking head. And kick my trash can over. <laughs> and just the idea these guys just walk out like whatever. Like they're not even mad. They just walk. Like they're the fucking trash can. This is Fox News. Boom. Just yeah, I don't know what it is. It's that weird. Oh boy, I have to tell this to Bill O'Reilly. Oh, of course you're not gay. You're just celebrating. Yeah, you know. Fuck, I got my dick out right now. I'm I'm fucking beating it thinking of that movie. Give, give me all these kind of war flashbacks. You weren't in the war. Ah, fuck it. Whatever. I saw a fucking <laughs> movie here a couple times. Shit, you don't need to go to war. I seen Prince Saving Private Ryan. We're good. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Did you ever see the second 300? Well, you actually... I didn't really care to. I'll be honest with you. I was like... It was kind of like... Um, I went to go see the second Sin City. And when I saw the second Sin City... I don't even remember... Like, oh, I didn't even just like... I didn't even dislike it. I just went, I saw the second Sin City. I was like, oh, that's coming out. I'm like, when I see it, I'm, I'm not super excited, but when I see it, it'll probably come rushing back to me. And then I'm watching it. I'm like, I remember most of it. But at the same time, I'm like, ah, I just, it's, I'm not, I feel nothing. I feel nothing. And I felt kind of bad about it because yeah. it's Robert Rodriguez. It, was, it wasn't like, oh, he produced it. It's like, oh no, this is directed and written. Yeah, Bye. all the bells Robert and whistles. Rodriguez. You get the music. You get the editing. You get it all. Get Everything that involved something about it, though. Maybe because it came so late, but something about it. Because the first first in city felt so different, and then this one just felt kind of like almost straight to DVD. And not saying that's something bad about the quality, but almost just had that vibe to it. Well, you know, I think the thing too with the Sin City, it's almost like other movies throughout the last fucking twelve years that between those two or ten years even. Like, everybody was kind of copying that left and right. So you kind of got, like, accustomed to it, and it wasn't very new. It's almost like The Matrix. Kind of like at post-Matrix, you start getting all these movies that are just ripping off kind of The Matrix look and everything like that. So that look almost becomes kind of boring. But nowadays, you look back, and I kind of actually like when I see that look. It's like, oh, yeah, I remember those days. I mean, Matrix is always cool, but sometimes, like, it's almost like the knockoffs can be hit or miss. And I feel like mm -hmm. the knockoffs probably kind of burnt out. Even if you didn't watch the movies, just kind of seeing it kind of burnt you out on Sin City, and then it took so long that when it finally came out, it's just kind of like, oh, oh yeah, not bad. Once again, the movie's not that bad. And maybe on second viewing, maybe I'll like it actually more because it gave me that time. But I will say 302 was kind of like that as well, even though I kind of like because it sort of explained a little bit more stuff into that story. And it was fun. I mean, but it was literally kind of more of the same. You got more story elements. You kind of got to figure out like who that Persian guy was and how he got his powers and things like that. But... 
Yeah, at the end of the day, it's more of guys running around. Instead of having red capes on, they got blue capes. Does Xerxes Xerxes die in this one? I want to say he does. I can't remember, Bucket. You know what's the worst part? I only watched it like a month and a half ago, and I can't remember. Well, it's just it's like one of those things. I saw the trailer for it, and I was just like, I don't know. It just felt kind of like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like I felt nothing when I saw it. I remember seeing three hundred, even even three hundred. I like, I like three hundred, but it's not like I wasn't blown away by, by like everybody else was. But I liked the movie. Um, it was kind of funny because everybody liked it when it came out. Even like the girl I was seeing at this time, at that time, super left wing, super feminist, anti-Republican all the way. Like I fucking love 300, <laughs> you know? So it's like, it says something about that movie and I, I enjoyed it, but mm-hmm. it's like, by the time the second one came out, I was like, I don't care no more. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, well, I will say it's one of those movies. If you don't see it, it's not like you're missing out on something, but if you do watch it, it's enjoyable. I'd say it's at least like I can a, see that. You know, I mean, for what it is, it's a three out of four. I mean, there's nothing to complain about it, but it is just kind of more of the same. That's about the only thing at the end of the day, you know. But what's well, kind of oh, go ahead. I just say that nothing too much to complain about. But what are you gonna say? Well, that's kind of like what Sin City Two was. It was like I don't know. I didn't have any problems seeing the movie. I it was enjoyable when I watched it. But I was like, all right, well. Any other like I'm Ryan like ten years ago. It's like it's the new Robert Rodriguez movie, or not even ten years ago, five years ago. It would have been like new Robert Rodriguez movie, dude. I'm gonna fucking check that shit out. I'm probably gonna buy it on fucking Blu-ray as soon as it comes out, or DVD because I didn't have Blu-ray back then. Yeah, but you know, and then like the movie comes out, I'm just like, oh, yeah, just one of those. I bought I bought both those movies for like three bucks when they were like in the three dollar bin at Big Lots. So says a lot that I I don't even own like Machete Kills. There's a time I would have ran out to get like Machete. Like I don't know. I you think want to know the probably... reason why I don't have Machete Kills though? It's because it had no fucking special features on it, and I didn't want to pay twenty five dollars for a Blu-ray with no special features. I was like, dude, that's like half the reason you get a Robert Rodriguez movie is for the fucking special features, and you're gonna tell me? And Machete One didn't have special features either, which I was kind of bummed too. The last, the last Robert Rodriguez movie I was really amped up for was Machete, and I genuinely liked Machete. I love. I, I, I still like Machete. Machete Kills had moments, but it like, even though it was cheaper, it felt. Even though it was, it was looking like cheap, but like the first one, it was cheap and it was aware of it. But s- something about it, like it seemed like the action choreography in the second one kind of just snoozed and just kind of like went through it, sort of. And there's be occasional a random ridiculous kill where he uses a dude's organs like he swings around a fan like chopping some dude's heads off yeah and some funny moments like with mel gibson or something but most of it was like yeah okay yeah that's kind of how i felt too it's like i've seen that movie twice and i enjoy it but yeah it wasn't like sadly enough it seems like robert rodriguez like the last couple of movies he did it's not that they're bad but they're just not like legendary like they once were and i want to say i don't want to talk like that but you know i'll say this he's not like tarantino who turns out movies that are like oh fuck they're just as good as they always are well robert rodriguez just he has an idea i think he just goes along with it he'll he'll like crank it out like well already this far getting this shit out here kind of like a stephen king sort of where um Tarantino, he'll like tease and taunt and play with an idea for three years and be like, nah, I'm not making Inglorious Bastards 2. I'm going to go do something else, which his idea for Inglorious Bastards 2, which I heard, like, I think it was the Nerdist podcast, was like, dude, that sounds like one of your greatest movies ever. But at the same time, just like, if he's not passionate about it, probably wouldn't be good. But it was like, the idea was the surviving bastards came home from the war. They're living in the South. 
and they're going out of their way and they have like a they joined with like a black a black rights group and they were killing kkk members all over the south yeah it just it's sounds just like, so odd like a that motor, sounds almost sounds like a motorcycle kind of movie too that's what it sounded like it was kind of going for yeah, and the thing is, because like the thing about *Glorious Bastards* is, even though that's a good movie, that's probably one of my lesser favorite Tarantino movies. But the thing about it is, Aldo Ray, I think, is one of Tarantino's best characters. Mm-hmm. No, that's the thing is that movie. It's like, yeah, I, I think the same way too. It's kind of like lower on my list. That doesn't mean that I'm putting that it's movie bad. down. It's I just movie. just don't like it nearly as much as like, you know, *Pulp Fiction* and you know, *True Romance* and fucking *Django* and some other ones. But it's probably right in front of like *Death Proof*. For me, it's yeah, like, you know, it's from like least to proof. maybe for me, probably Jackie Brown next, then Inglorious and climbing my way up. I'm probably kind of like Death Proof, uh, Inglorious Bastards, Jackie Brown. And then, you know, from there it gets it's kind of hard. Reservoir yeah. Dogs, probably. Yeah, maybe, maybe. And then, yeah, from oh, there. No, Hateful Eight, Hateful Eight, Reservoir Dogs. Hateful Eight, I, I watched that movie two days in a row, and that movie's more watchable than I remember it being. I yeah, mean, I already like, I mean, it's not a movie way. you could put on like all the time, but I could just, I was just, it's just one of those movies you just put on and just listen to while you work on something. Yeah, it's just that good. Like the talking is fucking great. Everything about that movie is fucking perfect. And that's what I mean, though, is you're like, you look at the last two fucking Tarantino. The bushwhacking sack shooter? <laughs> that part's awesome. <laughs> you look at like the last two movies that fucking came out of Tarantino's. And if somebody said, Hey, you know, fuck a jingle and change my mo That's the best movie Tarantino ever made. I'd be like, sure. I, that, that's a valid opinion right there. You know what I mean? Where if somebody's like, dude, sensei two best fucking movie Rod Rodriguez ever made. I'm like, really? I mean, I'm the well, good movie title their opinion. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. But like, I would be kind of like bewildered a little bit, you know, it would throw me off. I know someone, I know someone where death proof is their favorite Tarantino movie. So it's like, good. Oh, each is their own. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but they just, they just kill off the main character at the halfway point. That's, that's ballsy. It's ballsy. Hitchcock did it like 50 years previously, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause that, that one to me, I feel like there's multiple things that kind of says like, you know, if you like, maybe like, Oh, I fucking hate Kurt Russell. Then it's like, Oh, okay. Well, okay. I can see why I'd like that. But I think it's just like the, it's like a roller coaster ride. We're going up. And then we go back down again, which you shouldn't really be going. It has like a double I, rise. Like fucking Batman rises does. Well, it's like two movies in one. The thing about Death Proof, what I think would make that movie better, is if, and this is just, like, this is like some asshole speaking into a microphone saying, here's what will make a Tarantino movie better, but I think it would actually, and, you know, it'd be like, what the fuck do you know? That would be a fair question. <laughs> but I, I feel like what I would have liked to see in that one was rather than getting focusing on the second group of girls, I would have liked to see him, like, go after that first group. That first half of the movie is build up, and then instead of dying right there, they then get away. They try to get away and maybe one by one they die off and it becomes more like a slasher film in that aspect. Or it could be almost like the wrestler. And after he kills this groups of girls, he fucking goes home and sleeps in this van and a bunch of kids start pounding on it, like stuntman Mike, stuntman Mike. And he comes out all groggy like, and has to like fight him off. And next thing you know, he's fucking playing regular Nintendo with this one kid and they're playing the stuntman Mike Nintendo video ex- game. <laughs> And he's, he's explaining, he's explaining Call of Duty to him. <laughs> yeah, and the whole point, Stuntman Mike's just kind of going like, oh, I just got to get one more kill in. That's what I got to do. Just one more. Well, that's the, that's the sad thing about that scene in Wrestler, because you can see like, hey, man, I want to kick, me to kick your ass at Nintendo. And you can see the, like the kids by this point is kind of bored by it. Like, yeah, I got stuff to do, but okay, I can fit one game in. I haven't played a lot of Call of Duty lately. You know, it's whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. You, I want to go hang out. want to go like practice for the rest of the moves. 
No, I gotta go. I'll see you later. Um, um, Got the um, cocaine. Do I hang out, Billy? Oh, you don't. How much cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, hold on to me, Ram. Come on, come on. Let's. We, we, we really playing here? He, he's he like, pulls out. He backs away. Like, he's like, oh, that's fucking pussy amount. Oh, but you know, we could split it. Nah, fuck it. I'm out of here. See you later. <laughs> like, God, that fucking eight year old kid just shot me down. For- Told me I was- Darren, I don't know if that scene's really gonna fly. Come on, man. It's an art house picture. Kids doing cocaine after playing Nintendo. You, come on, man. It's what, you say you never wrong. did it? You say you never did it? No, no. I haven't. No, no, I haven't. <laughs> oh. I, I no, but like I, I do think the death proof though would be I would like this. I think it would have been cool if it was like because I like that first group of girls a lot. And the second group of girls, I don't hate them like you do, but um, I didn't. I wasn't really as into them as the first group, so I think that there's probably a better movie with them trying to get away and trying to survive. But I get it. It's like two movies in one is what's going on. Well, for. that movie, too, I will say, it's much better if you actually watch the theatrical version, too, because it cuts out like a fucking half an hour of the movie. So uh, the mm-hmm. pacing's like so much smoother. Because the movie, when I saw it in theaters, it's, it was only like an hour and 20 minutes long or an hour and 15 minutes. And then when it came out on DVD, it was like fucking two hours long. So that, mm-hmm. I think, really extends it out. So if you can pick up that theatrical copy, that's kind of cool. Because it, does, yeah. it, it doesn't make it, like, way better, but I feel just, you know, that movie is made to be, like, a short film, not really to be, like, a two-hour fucking <laughs> epic. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's no. just kind of long. Well, plus there's also something about that movie. There, it's, He's trying to get something across, because there's a part where um, right after he kills the first group of girls, we then cut to a couple months later, it's all black and white. And then you hear what sounds like someone closing like a projector and then a starting back up and it's in color. It's crystal clear. It's new. Like there's no like grain or anything like that on the camera or or on the uh, film or anything like that. It looks all digital. Yeah. So I think I think there's he's trying to make some kind of weird statement about that. I think so. Like almost like it killed the film version. And even though it's still a film version, here's the clean version. Dude, I don't know if you heard, but there was a fucking tornado in Twain Hope. Not a real tornado, I'm sure. No, dude, it was, I mean, like, not, like, Kansas City big, not fucking, like, Superman tornado, but, like, a devastating tornado nonetheless. Like, no, Kevin Costner was lost in this tornado? Hey, he could have been, probably, if he was staying in the wrong place. All right, I gotta know this. So. Okay. So, literally, about, like, two or three days ago, and this probably, you know, anybody who's in there. How did my parents not tell me about this? Okay, yeah, because it's like, dude, it, it fucking, like, I didn't think much of it either. I was just like, ah, fucking tornado warning, whatever. They had this thing going on. So, it was down in the valley of California. They're like, tornadoes and Turlock and Modesto, beware, beware. And then, all of a sudden, it started climbing up. And it was like, Sonora, the tornado's coming here at, like, 2.30. I'm like, what the fuck? And it, like, 2.30 in the afternoon? Fucking, yeah, in the afternoon. It was, like, raining, like, so fucking hard like it was raining like if you walked outside and somebody was fucking pouring a bucket of water on you that hard like not fucking normal rain not even like that and then it was like fucking hailing like literally marble sized hail i have never seen that in all my life in california like that type of hail coming down and it was just intense and all of a sudden we're like okay so we were leaving sonora and we're like fuck it let's just get out of here let's go to twain Heart, go pick up some shit and then get back home and i mean like when i was driving it was so heavier rain just pouring down like nobody's business i fucking hydroplaned going up 108 now i know a lot of people out there like what the fuck is this guy talking about i have no idea where we are and what's going on the whole point is you just don't see this kind of weather in eastern california or just california in that you know in general 
Well, whatever. So I go, I go to the post office, I go back home, you know, it fucking rained like the dickens outside, fucking hail's coming down, all this stuff's coming there. Didn't think much of it. You know, look on the news later on, it's like, oh, there's this fucking tornado. You look at like the Doppler radar, there's this ginormous fucking thing coming down. And now it's not like a traditional tornado because it didn't touch the ground. It was like, sort of like, you know, oh, 50 feet up in the air. Well, two days later, when I drove back in the Twainart through Twainart Drive area, all of a sudden you get to an area, it just fucking, these trees are just chopped and fucking wiped out like a fucking giant came walking through there. Jesus. Yeah, it was just like, what the fuck? And once again, this is nothing compared to like anybody in like Ohio or Tennessee or anything like that. But for fucking California, it's like, dude, you don't fucking see that at all. And then as I'm driving through, there's like trees over on people's houses. The fucking fence for the golf course is knocked down. And then I, I, somebody else told me, he's like, oh, dude, even farther out, it's like, it's like a fucking path. You just like look over to your left. You're like, what the fuck? Like somebody just carved it fucking out. Now I'm feeling bad because here we are making gay jokes about 300. And then I find out, oh, the end of the world is happening. <laughs> well, dude, it's just like, dude, it's like a fucking tornado in, yeah, just in California. I mean, not every once in a while there's like little tornadoes that kind of happen like in Sacramento and whatnot. But yeah, this was intense. It was like, oh. That's different. Now, don't you go letting these um, these uh, liberal stooges, these uh, scientists, be telling you that there's something wrong with the weather when we got torn. That's just that's just God angry at us, phony scientists making this bullshit up. Yeah. That's all it is. They're just doing the devil's work, so no wonder we're getting fucking attacked with this shit. It reminded me like the first day that I was in Tennessee and Nashville. Like, literally, day one, like, in Nashville, I don't know where I am! Where do I go? You know, back to that point where you just show up, and you're like, look, it's a city! And I remember they had this tornado warning thing going on, and once again, it was fucking raining as hard as can be, and I remember sitting in a Chinese restaurant. No cellar for you guys to hide in. Yeah, well, I remember we were at a Chinese restaurant fucking eating, and everything like that, and all of a sudden, this black guy busts into the, like, the room, coming inside, he's like, oh, you guys gotta get out of here, the fucking tornado, it's coming for you, you gotta go, you gotta fucking go, man, and then he runs back outside, and I just remember looking, like, like, what the fuck do you do, like, looking at, like, Marshall, then I look over at, like, the Chinese people, like, almost like, hey, can, to go, please, can we, can we stay with you, like, what do we do, like, we got fucking, we have a car, we don't know where to fucking go, you know, it's were they cool with you guys chilling in there? No, we we just we ended up just kind of finishing and then taking off and fucking driving through the rain as it's coming down like nobody's business, kind of going like, you know, at some point it's gonna be turning out like fucking twister and all of a sudden you're gonna see it and a fucking cow's cow gonna come flying at you and shit. But no, we never saw the tornado part. But I remember the next day turning on the news that like destroyed like everything around Nashville, just like wiped these places out like nobody's business. And I was like, huh, well, good thing that didn't get us. Nature just saw the structures like, going around that shit. Mm, yeah, fuck that. Take out all these, take out all these poor folks surrounding it. You know, Mother Nature likes her country music now. <laughs> but no, I thought that was just interesting of Twain Art. I know that's all those ones like for like ninety percent of the people in the world, like oh whatever tornado, big whoop. But I think it's like hey 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 hey, California, it's kind of a big deal. You know, this fucking shit doesn't happen every day now. Hell, doesn't even happen at all. Not even an everyday thing. Not even in every year. Not even in every ten year, twenty year. Well, the thing about California, it's just it's literally one of those things where it's like, what do you got to worry about? Uh, I guess the occasional yeah, get get that away from the microphone. Sorry, I was thirsty. The, the uh, occasional like earthquake 
But beyond that, though, it's in like where you are in Twain Heart. It's like that's not really a huge word. Well, and earthquakes don't even but affect now, that it's area. Like here, well, I remember there's like I remember it's even kind of like they almost try to bypass like almost just like brush. I'm pretty sure like Tuolumne County, like California, is ashamed of it because I remember there was like I want to say it was a BBC or PBS thing on like uh, when that big earthquake happened a few years ago, and um, they talked about how the rock in Twain Heart cracked, and if everybody they could interview about that. They actually did some filming in Twainheart, and they went to the lake where that rock cracked, and where there's actually footage for it. Mm-hmm. And of everybody they could interview, and I'm sure this guy had a story. I'm sure it was interesting. It was like they interviewed a guy who was on vacation, not a local. <laughs> they interviewed a guy who was on vacation when it happened. Like, yeah, me and my family were up here visiting, we're all these redneck folk, and sure enough, a, a fucking earthquake happened. You know. Yeah, just like it's like. Well, I feel like when they do that, they literally just grab. Hey, you want to interview? And, and probably the local guy's like, "Fuck you!" I don't know why it sounds like it's Canadian. Oh, fuck you, eh? You live here? Yeah, yeah, I do. But you know, still. Unless they went on the Hatler Road or Big Hill, maybe. Yeah, what guys like? You're gonna give me that camera, boy. We're gonna make a video that you can't play on the TV now. It starts getting in close. Like, oh boy, no, 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 not the Hatler Drive. Oh, I'm not sure if I know I said this on the show. I think it was a while ago, but um, it always looks like wasn't it says that Hitler drive when you drive by it because somebody like spray painted it themselves. Well, here's the th- here's the thing about that. I mean, I've, this has to be a long time ago from when I said this, so it's probably been long enough. But um, uh, I had one time some friends of mine moved into a place on Hatler Drive, so I was like, okay, and I'm just following my G. You know, keep in mind. Um, in in this part of Tuolumne, like cell phone reception is not that great, so I'm just going off my GPS and I see Hatler Drive. I see I pass by a road that says Hatler Drive, and what it is, it's kind of like this, like uh, um, um, like uh, what what do you call it? Like uh, I can't even think a of veterinary the place. Phone. Not veterinary place. No, it's like it's by that area, but I'm the, the proper word. The proper words ex- escaping me. The baseball anyway, park. No, no, no. It's literally like like crumpled up rocks uh fucking um uh shit what are you like a gravel <laughs> I feel like such a fucking gravel gravel there you go there you go gravel escaped me folks don't ask me how anyway so there's like this kind of gravel like there's kind of like this gravel road kind of going up it said hatler drive and it was just like spray painted kind of like that's fucking weird. The thing saying Hatler drives up this way. Uh, well, okay. Well, then I turn around. Like maybe the, this thing's been wrong before. It doesn't know that Highway 108 kind of continues off around this one over overturn or whatever. So this could be another case. So I turn around. I'm like, okay, I'll go up Hatler Drive. Going up Hatler Drive. As I'm going up this road, it is steadily getting less and less gravelly and more and more like you know just crump like just 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 bare road. Like nothing there. Only reason there's a road is because someone's driving through there all the time. And it starts off like, okay, there's a normal looking house. There's a Leslie updated house. There's a trailer. That is a full <laughs> that's there's a trailer. That is a full-on destroyed house. That's another trailer. That's a that's a shack. That's a shack. Okay. Oh, and that is a storage unit converted into a house with a bunch of other shit strapped to it. It looks like it like it looks like kind of like the Lost Boys on Meth put this thing together. And Suddenly, this creepy old fuck, like, he looks like, you know, like a Duck Dynasty guy on meth, beard down to his fucking dick, 
fucking basketball jersey only just comes walking out. I, I don't know if he's wearing underwear or not, but the jersey was past his knee. Just, just looking out, like hunched over at me. And I'm just sitting there. Here you got this guy in this plaid shirt in a white Subaru playing the Pixies with a phone in his hand. Like, hi! hi. Like, it's a lesbian! Like, okay, time to go the other way. See ya. Bye. You know, <laughs> go on that. And then, like, I, I find the place. Sure enough, I just followed the map. It would have led me there. And I get there, I'm like, yeah, guys, there's the other Hatler. We're like, oh, fuck, the Hatlers. Like, what, what do you mean, the Hatlers? Like, oh, well, you see, some, they said, like, I don't know this for a fact, but apparently that, that used to be the old Hatler Drive right there. But the, Hatler, the Hatlers refused to acknowledge that. So they just kind of kept it there, and they spray paint Hatler Drive on there because that's, to them, that they start Hatler Drive, that's where Hatler Drive should be, but they've never left. I'm like, oh, Okay, <laughs> that things could have gone really like you know like wrong turn real qu- damn quickly there. Yeah, I really don't like that route at all. There's nothing good out in there. Have you ever made just the wrong turn? Like, oh, this is the wrong spot. Uh, not necessarily the wrong turn, but I've been there before. Where so I remember I knocked on a guy's house once. He's like, "This isn't the fucking place," and he wouldn't even like come out and see me. He's like, "Go away, go away. You got the wrong place. Go away." And I was like, okay. Well, how did you get, what the fuck are you doing there in the first place? I was looking for another house. Oh, I was fixing somebody's like TV or something like that. Oh, okay. Okay. So it was so. like, not like a good, yeah, but it was like, you know, it's that stupid thing. Cause none of those fucking houses, you can't tell who the fuck's address is what. So you're just like, this must be it. Actually, the person that eventually I found on that Hatler drive was actually a really nice person, but other than everybody else on there. Yeah. I don't know. They're just, it's, it's a creepy area. I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, did you see the new Power Rangers? Um, kind of like 300. I just or not like 302 or whatever. I just I can't bring myself to care. I'm not against it. I don't think it's stupid. I just I I just don't care. Huh? Oh, dude, it's so fucking awesome. Like it's definitely one to go out and check out, dude. It even fucking starts off with literally a jerk off joke. Really? Yeah, they, they, they're like like fucking Jason Scott. They took his Lee off his name for some odd reason, so he's just Jason Scott now. He's like stealing this cow or whatever to do like a prank at school, and he's got this buddy. He's like, and they're, oh, it's a bull. And they're like, oh, okay, we're going to put this bull in the locker room and everything like that. And Wait, the guy's is he like, like just, is he, is, is he like a teach is he like an older brother or something or is he a dad or what is no, he? They, they use all like, it's not the actor. It's like they use just the characters, like their, their original names. Oh, oh, I thought you meant Jason Scott Lee, the actor or whatever. No, 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 not not the guy from Dragon whatever, but um uh-huh. that's uh what's his name? It's uh I was thinking like Brody from Mallrats, like Jason Scott Lee or whatever. Oh no, 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 that's Jason Lee. Oh, I thought it was Jason Scott Lee. Okay, but anyway, Jason, Jason Lee so. and then the guy from Inter or the guy from Dragon, the Bruce Lee story, that guy's name's something like Jason Lee Scott. Oh, Jason Lee. Because yeah. that's why I always thought, I think in the Power Rangers, I think it was sort of a play on because of that actor. That's why his name's mm-hmm. Jason Scott Lee. But in this one, he's called Jason Scott because he's the only white character in the movie. So they're like, well, Lee's kind of a weird. I, like, I would have taken the Lee and put it like in the middle, like fucking David Lee Roth, you know, mm-hmm. Jason Lee Scott. Like, that would have been fucking cool. But so whatever. the movie opens up with this is open up with a space battle, opens up with them pushing a cow into a into a school. Well, they're, they're technically, room. I guess you could say they're sort of like a space battle 65 million years ago. That's like the with Zordon and everybody like that. But when you first see the Power Rangers, it's like this is what it is. And the guy's like, oh, don't worry about it. Like the bull. He's like, the cow's totally fine. I milked her beforehand. He's like, dude, this is a fucking bull. And he's like, oh, and he looks down. And he's just like fucking huge dick right there and everything like that. 
<laughs> if you show a cow's dick in the movie, a bull's dick, yeah. I just thought that was kind of funny. I was like, dude, they started off with a jerk-off joke. There you go. But I kid you not, this movie is one of those ones. Like, It does do the origin story, and I will say it does take them. They don't get to their costumes on until the third act. That's like my like kind of like, like complaint. But other than the fact that it kind of follows that formula, you know, everything about it, though, is done super fucking well. The characters are all good. You don't hate anybody in there. Nobody's going to be obnoxious or anything like that. When there's action, it's fucking badass. When there's story, it works. It doesn't feel like there's any real filler in there. But yeah, the only, my only kind of complaint is that like the third act is pretty much when they're power rankings. It takes two acts to get them there. Here's so the big like, question. Who's the gay one and who's the autistic one? Because I remember that was a big controversy. Uh, nobody's... Well, the, the they make the Mexican girl gay. Okay. Because it seems like there's a lesbian in everything you do nowadays. And then the autistic one's a black guy. So I guess you could say, Bill, it was, who's Billy? But whatever, it's like, full oh, Billy. Well, the, the actor, the actor uh, who played Billy in, in the original was, uh, was gay. Yeah, he the, was. The actor was. So I'm like, are they going to make him? Are they going to make, but then, then like, I guess they made uh, Trini. Tr- the, the, the Mexican girl, she's, uh, she's, the she's the yellow Asian. She's yellow. Yeah. Okay. Because I noticed they still kept all their names. Yeah. Here, here's the thing, because I mean, I, I'm not I have nothing against this movie, and I'm not like rolling my eyes like, oh, it's so stupid. But it's like for me, it's like I, I don't know. I mean, I remember Power Rangers enough, Ember. I liked it as a kid, and I just part of me doesn't really care enough to really want to. I don't know. It just nothing about it's just jumping out at me. I guess I'm like. I know it's going something different. It's probably going to be better. It's probably going to be a little bit more progressive too, as it sounds like. But at the same time, I'm just like, I'm not not that I'm going there. I need some spiritual enlightenment. Let's bring in this Power Ranger shit. I'm not saying that, but I mean, it's like, it's trying something a little different in some ways, which is cool. But I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I no, I can't bring myself to care. I tried watching the trailer several times. You know, it's pretty darn cool. I mean, like the, the thing is, is like. I mean, as a Power Rangers fan, you could kind of watch it and go, there's a couple things. It's like, well, that could be slightly better. You know what I mean? Like, you can't, you know what I mean? Like, it's like almost like, in a sense, their costumes could look a little bit cooler. The Zords could look a little bit, a little bit more defined. Because I'll say this, like, you look at the fucking Mastodon one. If I didn't know that was a Mastodon from previous Power Rangers, I would have, I'd be like, what the fuck is that? It just looks like, almost looks like a beetle. I can't even tell what the fuck it is. You know what I mean? Like, they're not defined nearly as well as they used to be. So I will say, like, look-wise, it's, it's not that it's bad. And I'll say, if you if you judge it as a movie by itself, it's really fucking good. But just, like, those, like, light kind of Power Rangers ones, that's just that kind of thing. It's like, it could be, a, you know, a little bit, you know, a little bit cooler. It's not bad, don't worry I me. Mean. But just, just that extra level, like, give it the Japanese coolness that it's kind of missing. But other than that, whatever. It still is like really cool and i was actually i was actually really surprised at actually how much i enjoyed it and dude people fucking that theater there was this group in the back and there was like these guys and they were just like first i just i was like oh it's the fucking applebee's like they just got fucking hammered as shit and shit they have do they have power rangers shirts on and all that shit because i I know that has to happen they exist they're gen one power rangers okay these guys weren't like well because let me start this off at first it's like because i didn't know who they were you just kind of heard them in the background and you're like who the fuck are these guys and i mean they were like the point where like even the trailers for it didn't matter. Like fucking Despicable Me three came on, and they're like fucking like, oh, yeah, oh god, like he's got a twin brother. <laughs> yeah, like that thing. Like that. Like what, it didn't matter what joke it was. It was the funniest fucking thing that person's ever heard. Like that's how hard they were laughing. And even there's a point too where one of them had like 
an evil laugh. It almost sounded like it's almost like, Whoa! It was like I know my laugh is annoying, so you all have to put up with it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the fuck is this? Like the spooky like carnival laugh and everything like that. But these guys like Just imagine a guy in a top hat like a big mustache. <laughs> but they, they was the ones that were like, you know, every single time it's like the screen would be like, oh fucking shit, oh fucking shit, fucking Barry. Just like they were like flipping out like Barry. Like, you know what I mean? Like, anytime something happened, these guys were, like, fucking there. And then afterwards, we saw these guys, and they wanted to get a picture in front of the Power Rangers poster, and there's a couple black guys, and they're, like, all their friends, and they were all, like, standing around. But it's like, boy, at first, I thought they were just a bunch of guys all fucking hopped up, and like, oh, I hope it's not these guys coming in from Applebee's, fucking broing it out. But it's like, oh, no, they actually were legitimately just into it. That's cool. <laughs> well, you get people, like, Power Rangers Generation 1 is just something that still speaks to a lot of people. Unfortunately, it's just, for me, that's just a part of my life that I'm just, like... It just doesn't jump out at me anymore. There's like some things from my childhood where I would be like, fuck yeah, Batman or Mario Brothers or something like that. And, you know, I'm not like trying to say, but you're dumb for like a Power Rangers. It just never really stood with me. There was a period in my life I loved it. Then I just kind of like got older and just like, oh, you know, whatever. I remember a lot of it. And tell me, am I right? Am I right? Do they tease Tommy? Do they tease the Green Ranger? Yeah, that's literally the ending thing, you know. So I, I kind of knew he wasn't going to be in it, but. You know, overall, though, that movie is pretty cool. And here's the thing. It's one of those kind of movies that I bet you the second one will be super fucking amazing. Because this one felt like they kind of had to get the groundwork in. Which I guess kind of makes sense. I mean, not saying there hasn't been Power Ranger movies before. But technically, it's been a while. And, you know, you got to get these new people kind of up to speed and so on. And trying to sell it to. Because at first, that's what I thought, too. I'm like, who the fuck's going to be in here that's, like... Anybody, like, over 40, it's like, that's going to be kind of a hard sell to them, you know. But there was quite a bit of people there, and I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. But, it, yeah, it is one of those weird ones, too. Like, I'm, I myself, I'll say this. Like, I love, as a kid, I love Power Rangers, but it was one of those ones, you know, after about they changed the characters around a couple times, and pretty much by about the movie was kind of like the ending point for me. And then Same I started here. jumping onto other things. So it didn't resonate as much. It's always something like, oh, dude, Power Rangers fucking sick i remember remember those days they were awesome but they didn't carry on i guess like a batman or like a dragon ball z or anything else from childhood so it kind of surprised me because at first i was thought like was power rangers one of those ones is, is there really like this like big following of it and like i, I just is. didn't think so I, I just i just remember it being kind of one of those ones where yeah it's one of those ones like yeah you know you watch power rangers like yeah it's not power rangers yeah it was great but like i didn't think it had that same like love that something like, you know, Batman has or something like, you know, X-Men or any of those kind of things. And just it is kind of surprising to see. It's like, oh, dude, people fucking love the shit out of Power Rangers. Almost like just as much as Batman, if not more. And that kind of like throws you off. And it's like, I'm not saying anything. Because I, I think Power Rangers, I think it's one of the most amazing concepts. You know, but you can't really go back and watch that show and like really fucking like watch every single episode. You can watch a couple of them and go, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. But it would be kind of hard to sit there and watch you know, like the first couple of seasons and like legitimately watch them. You this know? is coming from someone who's like not really still into Power Rangers, but if you were, if you were to do um, a Power Rangers movie, something probably would intrigue me. I actually talked about this. So just so I don't sound like I'm having a double standard here. So I don't sound like there's that Power Rangers fan film, which uh -huh. came out that was R rated. Now I don't, I don't blame the movie for not doing that. Cause it's an R rated thing on a, kids property but if they did something like that like this really dark and gritty version and i know people are just saying dark and gritty that's their substitute for creativity i think that would look kind of cool i think just dark and gritty power rangers bloody and violent you know these kids grew up and they had like problems when they grew they they could have problems like you know ptsd and 
had like different vices to control it. You know, that sounds like an interesting concept to me. And that's what that movie, that short film uh, explored. And that sounds kind of cool to me that, or if you did just like the self-aware kind of like 21 jump street, like action comedy version of it, you know? Yeah. I know you don't like li- that. that. That like, those are always hard for people that like things, you know, sort of, serious. I know. Well, the thing yeah. is power Rangers was never, that serious though it was never really the super groundbreaking well, I, I think the thing about thing. Power Rangers, it's serious to the ones that watch it i mean like yeah you in hindsight you go back and look and it's kind of ho- it's hokey but it's not like they're like it's not slapstick i guess and i think that's always kind of a hard one is when you have a show that's like a serious show or at least trying to take itself as serious as possible mm-hmm. and then you kind of have like a joke version now here's a perfect example lego batman that's the way you can do it but that's because it's stacked on so much. I feel like it's one of those ones that they came out with the next Ben Affleck Batman. They're like, oh, guess what? We're just going to 66 it as much as possible. That would seem kind of like, oh, that doesn't seem fucking right. You know what I mean? And to me, if you came out and you tried to do that with Power Rangers, it would come across that same way too. It's just like, oh, that's, it's not really what remember we that, want. Remember that one time it was, it was high school. I crashed at your place and I don't know, we were playing video games and we just took a break. We were flipping through channels and they're fighting a fucking hamster that threw exploding chili peppers. Oh yeah, I do. Actually, I do remember that. See, that's remember okay. that bullshit. Do you remember that bullshit? So it's like, I mean, is- how 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 serious can you take this? And then you have like, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, it's I totally, kind of see. I guess, I guess it's like one of those ones. Like, see, the thing is, is I think I look at Power Rangers and it has like just like the way it's built up. It's got the legitimate like formula to make something really serious and really cool. And there's an awesome comic book. If you get a chance, Kyle Higgins, the guy that wrote on Nightwing, he's got, he's wrote the, the new series of power Rangers. And I think it's on boom comics or something like that. Really fucking amazing. And the cool thing about it, what I like about it is the power Rangers. They all look like the way I remember them. They got all the fucking nineties, eighties style to them. Whatever the fucking Japanese show came out. <laughs> and it's that, but taken just kind of like, almost like you know serious and that's what's really cool about it. it's like oh fuck that this is amazing and that's the only thing about the movie it's like don't be wrong the movie's really cool but sometimes it's that thing that like i think it's when you get kind of artistic people it's like i'm gonna create my own way i won't make it look different it's like dude no 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 just you know what i mean make the power i almost feel like at the end of the day it's like dude you should just make the power rangers look how they look in the 90s but just make the most fucking badass movie you could possibly make but i mean i, don't know. I mean that's kind of how things are nope Everybody wants to put their own creativity or, you know, creative spin on it. So, I mean, I do understand like, okay, you're, you're never going to generally get like, that's where comic books are kind of nice. Cause comic books give you what you want, but lots of times movies, they always got to change it. I don't know why they always got to change it somehow. And I think it's just the thing. They want to have that fresh feel. They don't want to have it like something you've seen before. Well, regarding what you said earlier, like when I said like something like 21 jump street, I don't mean a full on like slapstick and all that kind of stuff. I mean, more of like it's self-aware, it's actually being kind of clever because you know, 21 jump street is, I never really watched the original show, but the sh- that, that both those movies are actually pretty funny. And that's actually from the guys who made, um, Lego, ba- Lego, movie. Lego movie. Yeah. And Lego movie and Lego Batman is basically the same type of humor. Just G just PG rated. That's mm-hmm. kind of like the same kind of thing of what Lake would have a 21 jump street was. And I think that's, that's kind of how I would think you would do it. I mean, that's not, I'm not going to dock the movie for doing that. Cause that's just, you know, what would attract me to the movie? Clearly, the movie's probably gonna make a lot of money because the theater is packed. And I know people. I know there are people that still like Generation One Power Rangers. It's yeah. just nothing about it really holds up to me. So, if you were to kind of, and I remember everything, and I don't hate it or dislike it. I just I don't really care for it as much. And um, if you, they were to make it, I guess it would be 
some drastic differently take. Not not something like let's take the same concept, but just take it serious. It's just like I mean uh, I don't know. I mean it could be a good movie. Chances are, I mean I'll be honest with you. If I'm not here's I'm not going to get on the bus after this podcast and spend 30 minutes to go down to the movie theater, watch it, and spend 30 minutes back. If I'm with a group of friends, like, hey, let's go see Power Rangers. Like, I'll I'll bandwagon along. I'll say this. It's worth going out of your way to see it. Not saying you have to go see it today, but it's that good. All right. Well, I'll keep that in mind. I guess, I don't know. I've just seen the origin story a thousand times. That's. I know that they're going to, and I know that it's just like, okay, they're just treating it a little bit more seriously. The kids aren't like, are they always trying to save the rec center? Skull is Skull and Scud. No, and Bulk and Skull aren't in it. I was kind of bummed that Bulk They're not Skull. in it? Yeah, yeah, that kind of bummed me out. I but. saw some kids bullying um, the Blue Ranger. I'm like, that's probably Bulk and Skull right there. there. Well, there's like one bully kid. I, I meant to check in the credits to see if that was supposed to be one of them. Like if his name was like Bulk Skull. Like they just combined it. They fused him into one. But I, didn't, mm-hmm. I forgot about that by the time the movie was done. But um, no, it, it, it is pretty good. I was pretty darn impressed with it. They have the whole rec center thing going on every episode. We gotta save the fucking rec center. No, it actually does barely takes place at school. That's kind of the nice thing. They do a lot. Is it a lot of it? That I I can tell they're trying to do a little bit of a Breakfast Club kind of thing with it. Yeah, well, it starts off like that because everybody's going to detention. It literally feels like it has that scene like totally ripped from the Breakfast Club with like Emilio Estevez, where his father's like, "You're fucking up your scholarship. You're never gonna make it in there if you keep doing stupid shit like this." And the mm-hmm. Red Rangers just kind of like, "Yeah, whatever. Fuck you, Dad. I'm like, do what I want. Live I the don't dream." I don't want to. I don't want to throw a football, Dad. I want to draw. No son of mine is gonna draw. <laughs> yeah, it's almost kind of like that, but not nearly as a bad father. But um, and then you know now they get kinda... out. Just goes and chucks a beer at him to get him out of the car. As <laughs> <laughs> if I made the Power Rangers move. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just ridiculously swerving down the road. <laughs> But yeah, no, it does have a very like Breakfast Club feel of like how these characters are. I mean, they're like alternate kind of things. And, you know, you got Billy, who's, you know, the black guy who's nerdy and kind of has like partial retardation and everything like that. But he's awesome in the movie. A lot of people, I mean, because I I read just like one or two reviews. And from what I read, everyone seems to like Billy a lot in the movie. They make him almost like sort of, I mean, like the Red Ranger is still like the main character as far as story goes. I mean, that story goes, but kind of like leader wise. But Billy's kind of the guy who steals the show, I guess you can say. Mm-hmm. But actually, everybody, even like Kimberly and Trini and the um, black or the Asian guy who's playing the Black Ranger. Like yeah, Zach. Zach. Yeah, that's right. Black Zach. There we go. That's They had a rhyme scheme or something. They had a joke. They had a joke for it because there's the part where like in the in the trailer, we're just like, we know <laughs> when like the blue when they're in the water. It's just like, I'm black. No, you're not. Yeah, I'm black. No, he switched it up. Look at that shit. I, when they got to switch it up, it's kind of confusing. I said, I, 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 in a sarcastic tone. <laughs> well, because this was, was when you're trying to like explain this, but you're like, oh, you know the one, the black one? I mean, the black ranger, not the black guy. It's like when you try to explain it like that, it seems kind of weird. So it's like, I understand why back in the day they did it. It's like, it's easier this way. You know, it's like, I always kind of wish that was kind of like, you know, it's like, it's not really that big of a deal. It's like, he's black. He has a black suit on. Like, what's not the, like, what is it? Got a problem with the color black now? Like, Jesus I Christ. Think if, if I think if the Yellow Ranger wasn't also Asian, I don't think people would, would have probably put two and two together. I think it's just the combination, the yellow and the black. You know, I think it's one of those. Yeah. Things. But, yeah, it's like, well, well, then you got the red. They still make the white guy the leader. It's like, he's the only white guy in and there. Eventually, but... eventually the, the one like Tommy came in, became the leader, became the white ranger. And he bumped, <laughs> the red ranger got bumped off as the leader. 
Yeah. And then they got a Mexican guy, <laughs> the Red Ranger. So <laughs> the second guy, yeah. So they kind of switched around. I mean, that's Power Rangers has always been very like, you know, there's always gonna be some dumb fucking person out there that's like, Power Rangers is wasted. It's like, no, it's not, dude. It's like the whole point of that show is that there's a bunch of different people coming together, fucking to form a team. Like, that's like the least fucking racist thing you can have. It would be racist really- if it was a bunch of fucking like skinhead guys are like Power Rangers, let's get in here. There's like no fucking chicks allowed or anything like that, like taped across the fucking Megazord. Bunch of guys up there like fucking like Hal Hitler, like as they like do their special attacks. Then it'd be <laughs> fucking racist. I feel like it's one of those things where it was just kind of like that. Hey, we're hip, yo. Here's the black guy. Yo, here's the Asian chick. We include right on. We got a girl. Pink, right on, bro. I feel like they're trying to do like trying to like relate, you know. They're trying to. Well, it was very nineties, like trying to be all, you, trying to be all inclusive, and it, while trying to look, while trying to attempt to look very like progressive and inclusive. And hey, there's somebody for everybody. There, I don't think they're all stereotypes, but I just think it was this the color scheme is because if I remember correctly, it's just like they were all like the only thing that I really remember about it that was kind of stereotypical was. Um, I want to say Kimberly was just the very girly one. I think that was it. And B- Billy was the white guy was just nerdy. nerdy. I, I want to say that's. I'm just going off of memory here. Maybe I'm wrong. I want to say that's the only stereotypes they kind of all fell into. Beyond that, though, it was just the color scheme, which seemed kind of like maybe you could have done a better way of that. But at the same time, I think when you look at any, it's like one of those things. Like I guarantee you, in ten years, there's going to be some shit said on this podcast. Like, oh. Why did we say that? We were so, you know, we were so backwards back then. But at the same time, I think. Yeah, there's always those kind of things like that. But it is just sort of a one of those weird things where at the end of the day, it's like, I don't know. Some people like it's almost like they make a racist issue out of something that's not that had nothing to do with in the first place. And it's just because they like pride and said stuff that other people started jumping on the bandwagon, you know, and I think that just always kind of like. I don't know. At the end of the day, that's just stuff. Is like, really? Is this that big of a deal? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like, um, I feel like that sometimes, like, people just get mad about, like, uh, we kind of talked about this briefly when Austin was on, or I talked about briefly because I was on the show briefly. But um, everything was briefly <laughs> for me, at least, on that episode. Um, I feel like it's one of those things where I, I think that ultimately, don't get me wrong here. This is gonna sound bad for a second, but just bear with me on this. I think all this PC culture shit, in the long run, it's going to be a good thing. At the moment, though, it's just irritating. I think as for a while, there was a thing where it's just kind of like, you know, because I'm not going to lie, we do live in a society that is almost kind of tailor-made for white people. I'm not saying there's not things for other things, but they're just generally made for white straight males as a view for white straight males. Problem, though, is I think, you know, now that we point that out, I think that <laughs> now we got like too much and everything. I mean, I even think like, like you, you pick up a Batgirl comic nowadays, like dude, fucking half the characters in here are gay. It's like, and I'm not saying anything against that, but, cool. but it's like, I feel it's cause they shoehorn it in there though. Like, it's just like, Hey, here's my gay friend. It's like, Oh, okay. Like, I don't think that's a problem. It's more like, I don't even have a problem with that. It's more well, it's like not a problem. It's just, it's funny when they shoehorn it and push it on you. Like, and it's, I'm not saying it's, it's a problem, but like when, when it's there, it's like a fucking red flag. Someone just stand there like, okay, I get it. I get it. You could just kind of have that there. and just, not make I it a think big deal. There's ways to do it and there's ways not to do it. I can think of like good versions of it. Um, the big thing, I think it's one of those things now that people are trying to be more self-aware of it and trying to be approach it differently. Cause I think ultimately if you make a list of all the things, social justice warriors or whatever wants, chances are, I'm going to agree with 98% of that. 
It's just the way they kind of go about it. It's just like another thing with a white straight male in it. It's just like, all right, you, you, you're not helping your cause. Because there was this video. I, Joe Rogan pointed out on one of his podcasts. And I went back and looked at it. There was this video that came out like several, like around Christmas time, called like New Year's resolutions for white people. And it was basically a bunch of younger people, like in their mid to late 20s, saying, including white people as well as other races, saying, okay, white guys. Here's some things not to do. And they're just saying your typical stuff, why not to be racist, things not to say, what to do. And I get what they're saying, and I'm not disagreeing with what they're saying, but it's like, how does this shit strictly apply to white people? And it's one of those things, I'm not saying that they're wrong for saying you shouldn't do that, mm -hmm. but by saying, all right, white guys, let's get it together now, it's like, you realize you're not... That's you're speaking to the there. choir. It's kind of like, I know what you're trying to do. I get what you're trying to say, but you realize that right there is not going to turn any minds. You're, if you, if you, if you show that to some redneck, like, see, look, they're, they're generalizing me now. This is why I'm racist in the first place. You're going to get that shit. And it's like, you, you know what I'm saying? Well, at the end of the day, what that comes across, that's like if you did one on Asians, like, hey, Asians, you know what? You've you got to learn to drive, yo. <laughs> it's like one of those ones, like, it's just going to come across as, that's, I mean, it, you laugh at that, but that's, a, that's exactly. No, I'm just laughing just because just like, I'm trying to just imagine the video for that itself. Like, you couldn't do that for anything. <laughs> like, hey, like, like, you know, I'm Asian, you're Asian. Get with the fucking program. Like, that's what it kind of comes across. They're, trying, like, they're like, trying to make it kind of funny in the thing, too. They're trying to be funny about it. Like, like. Like, so you listen to Kanye. You can have Kanye. You know what you did. You know, so they're trying to be funny and trying to be, like, jokey with but it. But that just sounds almost like racist. But you can't listen to Ice Cube, though. That's fucking going too far. Not even that. I mean? No, no. They're, they're saying, like, you could have, you saying you're, you're, the, the one of them made, like, an example. Like, so you like Kanye West. Big deal. I don't care. You can have Kanye West. He says, you know what you did, Kanye. You know, so it's like one of those kind of jokes. Like, I don't really fucking care. I get they're trying to make a joke and they're trying to be lighthearted. They even had white guys in the video saying, hey, other white guys, other things. Well, they, they get the token white guys in there so it doesn't seem rage. That's that's the easiest way. It's almost like, I feel like that's kind of like the rage against machine philosophy. As long as you get two white guys in there, you can say whatever the fuck you want now because at the end of the day, you could point back and, at your rhythm section and go, nothing racist. <laughs> well, I don't think there is anything like really all that racist about Rage Against the Machine. They have the line like, "These people ain't seen like a brown skin man since their grandparents." Well, it's not, I'm not saying it's yeah. like it's totally, but you know, it, it kind of has that like thing. If, if I'll say this, if you didn't have the two white guys in the back, I think it would maybe come across. People would look at that and go, "What the fuck?" And here, I'm saying that's like one of the biggest Rage Against the Machine fans, but. That there is sometimes that that kind of happens, and you kind of throw that token white guy in there, and the next thing you know, it's like, oh, okay, we can do whatever we want now. And I mean, that kind of worked other ways too. But Street Super Social Club, yeah, like that one because Street Super Social Club is another one too, where it kind of has just. I'm not saying it's bad, but you can kind of see where that is. But so, got, got our two white guys back there. We're doing good. I don't even think. <laughs> but, I, I think it's more like they're more speaking on like because I generally think when people here's what happens. Okay, I think generally when people speak about this kind of shit, they're thinking in the context of like either one of two things waspy rich white motherfuckers who live in a bubble or mm. redneck motherfuckers who don't really who are just ignorant to everything i think those are the two and they're it's like they're speaking to one of those two and they don't realize there's people in the middle of that and well, that's I think, what like, bothers me they're, they they forget about people like us and they just kind of go hey you're white you must be this oh i'm a white yuppie person it's like dude not everybody's fucking rich white guy and i think that's what pisses me off is that we're not that person, whenever they're complaining about Whitey, they ain't talking about us. At the end of the day, that we're, we're not the one they're talking about. They're talking about, the, you know, pretty much 
the politician, rich yuppie guy with his BMW, or, you know, rednecks, you know, Bobby with his fucking trailer park and lifted four-wheel drive pickup. Well, my thing is, like, it's kind of like, because I read some articles and heard some different podcasts on the topic, right, when all the social justice warrior stuff was kind of, you know, really, really picking up. And um, there are some really well-thought-out arguments. And here, here's how it starts, and then I think this is the end, but I think this, there's, like, cons to everything. Um, there was, like, some really well-worded articles and um, podcasts I heard on the, on the topic where they're saying, like, all right, look. We're not saying if you're a white guy, you immediately have it easier than anybody else. We're just saying America's easier for you because X, Y, and Z. Here's some examples. Here's some statistics. I'm like, oh, that's a good point. It's like, so keep in mind, we're not saying that if you're white, you're bad or you're racist or you're rich. We're not saying that at all. We understand that there are plenty of blue collar white people and hardworking people and they are, have troubles too, but we're saying it's a different economic stat, stat, uh, status in different kind of places. And it's kind of harder for most, mostly co- people of color in this country. We're just saying that. And we're not saying that's your fault. We're saying just keep that in mind when moving forward. And like, that's actually, it was the way it was worded. It was worded very well. Not, I'm not doing a good job of explaining it. And then it yeah, went on I, to I, say, but then, but then what happens mm-hmm. is you get someone who boils that down to like, so it's, you know, just they just all they hear is just like white people got it fucking easier. And I'm not trying to go on this fucking hate rant of who says it like and you get people who just like this, you know, they get you get these people who just kind of come in and they just take the that pit of it. Just the see, look at all this shit that rules made by white people, white people. No, no you don't understand. We're not. I'm, I'm sticking my own foot in my own mouth here, but <laughs> I see what you're talking about. And I think the, the way that I look at it is people try to make it out that like somebody's got more things than another person does. And I don't think that's true. I think everybody's got different things. And in the end of the day, see, like you, you get scared there, but we all, cause there are certain things that other Holy races finish. and other sexes and all this stuff mm-hmm. can do that. We can't all, you know, everybody can't do everything in a sense. I mean, technically you can, but at the end of the day, somebody's going to have an easier job, you know, over here. Well, somebody's gonna have an easier job over here and so on. And I think that's the thing that people kind of forget. Like if you made a pro and con list out of everything that everybody can kind of have, different ways of going about it you would realize at the end of the day that like oh well you'll have an easier time doing this and i'll have an easier time doing this and then this part here and so on that we kind of boil down it's like okay at the end of the day we're closer to being way more equal than i think people think but just in different ways like you know like me and you we can't like if we went out to get a job we're going to have a much harder time being me and you than a lot of other people are going to be because I mean, I don't like to say it this way, but there is that thing that if you go down to a job interview and if you were the like the only just regular looking white guy there and they had girls and they had, you know, you know, I'm going to say people of color. That always sounds fucking racist when you say it like that. But you know what I mean, though? The chances of you getting that job is going to be fucking slim. You're going to have to be as you're going to be the most talented motherfucker to get that job, because the thing is, they're going to go, well, here's a girl here. She's beautiful. And if she's going to stand at the front, why the fuck do we want you done again? Like what? We, we want somebody here that's going to attract people. And you're like, hey, but I I know what's going on. They're like, yeah, 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 you do. And then they might go like, oh, but we got to hire one black guy. Oh, crap. So I guess we got to hire him there. There's no fucking act that says you got to hire one white guy. You know what I mean? And I don't mean this like in a bad way, but you can see it like in certain big businesses that if you are the white guy, you kind of are like the last picked nowadays. So I've, that's where I go. Hey, I've never again, really had a lot of trouble with that, to be honest. Maybe have you had trouble with that in the past or – I've just noticed it lots of times, too, because if I ever went to a job interview, and especially if there's a bunch of girls there, it's like, oh, I'm fucked. I mean, depending on what kind of job it is. 
but it is that sort of thing that a lot of people, they just want a pretty face at the front. And a guy, lots of time, no matter how pretty he is, that's going to be hard to do. I mean, I think you if know, you're looking at something like GameStop, I can definitely see that being the case. Yeah, something like, like GameStop or like, but I, I even think of like when I, okay. when I worked at the gym, this is, a, I mean, this is only one example, but it's an example. It was that kind of one where like, they kind of like hired people and they almost wanted just girls to work there. And you see this a lot of restaurants. Restaurants is the biggest example you can see is the hire waitresses all the time because they go, oh, well, waitresses here, that's going to make it so it sells better and it'll be easier for, you know, people to come in. People are going to want to talk to a girl and everything like that. So if you're going to be a man that's going in there as a waiter, you got to be super fucking talented. You can't just be like half-assing anything because the thing is, is you got to try to outbeat all these girls that are going to get the job 10 times easier than you will. You see what I'm saying here? There's just different places where certain th- people are going to have an easier time or harder time getting jobs. I think that that kind of goes to anything. I think there could, I see what you're saying in the aspect of like, yeah, if you're, if you and me applied, if it was you and me applying to GameStop and then some like beautiful young woman, Chances are a beautiful young woman because, you know, you're probably – the thing is though that – the worst part too is me and you, for how much we know about video games, she could know absolutely nothing and probably get, have a higher chance of getting the job. But I will say though there's that thing though. I mean those are a couple examples and yeah, there are certain areas where I do think, you know, we like we'd probably have – we have more advantages in this area where someone else would have more advantages in another area. I think that could apply to anything. But I think in the whole – Generally, I think, you know, it still is mostly a country ran by old white dudes, old rich white dudes, which and most of the most the powers, out- most of the powers, just bear with me, bear with me. Most of the powers mm-hmm. tilt in the direction of white dudes. And it's one of those things we got a lot of we got a lot of, you know, poor, we got a lot of like, you know, poor black communities that don't really work. They got all these Jim Crow laws and whatnot that are just kind of keeping them in that same spot. So it's when you and then like. It's one of those things they had a – there's a statistic a little bit ago. Well, there's statistic every fucking like other month it seems. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> we make one every time on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. I'm just – I'm going off of just memory here. I don't have the facts in front of me. But basically a lot more from what I've heard, a lot more like African-American people get shot than white dudes. And you could see these videos of like a white dude with a gun. Like, you know, the cops are like, sir? Please put down the gun. You know, I got my goddamn gun. He's like, sir, please put down the gun for like five or 10 minutes. Shoot him right in the fucking leg. Problem solved. Now, every other month, though, we got a black, an unarmed black guy getting shot by a cop. And it's like, we're kind of going all the way around over here to help out, like to like keep an eye on like this methed out redneck. But whether this whether this kid did something whether this unarmed black kid did something right or wrong just shot immediately so it's like you know there is some still well that's like that's like an individual thing that's but it happens like like, it seems like it happens every fucking month though it seems like it happens like every other yeah, month. Wait, I, sadly enough i think that once again at the end of the day who gets attracted to be police officers the fucking the two extra characters of a clockwork orange i think that's the scary part about law of police officers not saying there's not good ones out there but the people that get attracted to becoming a police officer aren't generally good people in the first place. You don't get your Andy Griffith ones like, as much as you'd think. We're, we're seeing all kinds of me- mixed messages. It seems like, are they going to go alt-right? Wait, no, they're leaning kind of liberal left social justice. They're going back to alt-right. No, they're back to left. You know. <laughs> well, this is kind of funny because this reminds me of like, I went to the ones at the comic book store that later this or earlier this week. I was talking about Mass Effect or whatnot, the new one. And the guy's like, dude, he's like, people online were bitching because you couldn't create a white character. And I just look at him and go, I created two white characters. Like, I didn't have a problem. Like, what? You can't create a white character in Mass Effect? Like, is, is it like, yeah, he's like, that's what people were saying. I'm like, 
Uh, maybe uh, you can't create maybe an Aryan race white character because you always have, for some reason, you have dark, dark eyebrows, no matter what. They got lazy. They're like, you could change his beard color and you can change his hair color, but we ain't putting the fucking feature in there to change the eyebrow color now. Fuck you, you gotta deal with it. You just got like, you just get like some guy with a fucking like, <laughs> a, um, Ramstein poster behind him with a shaved head. Just turns the game on. I just see his face as he go, flips through a few menus. Just like eyes widen, just shaking. Controller breaks. He's got brown eyebrows. <laughs> I mean, like, I'll say my character, like, my character's literally on, like, the whitest setting, which is number one out of nine. But I'll say at the same time, you can't make your character super black either. They kind of, it's, it's like, almost like, you can be... Yeah, the, and that, the thing about Mass Effect is the first three Mass Effects always kind of had that feel, like, hey, we're a couple hundred years in the future, everybody's a little bit more mixed. It's, you know, it's called the melting pot, you know? Mm. It's like, that's what it kind of became. So, it, but at the same time, I'm like, well, I can make a, if I want to make a character blonde-haired, and light skin, I can. If I want to make my character have a black afro and be dark skin, I can too. I, I, I felt like I had a pretty wide range of options mm-hmm. to choose from in that game. Just seems like some people wanted to get like so like picky. Well, picky. we kind of went off on a topic of just kind of like, here's what I think's wrong with the country and things to fix it on. But they, w- w- ultimately, what I was trying to get to is I think people are kind of mad when every little thing doesn't isn't tailor made for them. If it's somehow mm-hmm. like it seems like people don't want to have a conversation about it. Like here we're gonna I'm gonna go to this. This is like a month or two old now by this point. But there's all that shit with Milo Yiannopoulos over in Berkeley. Um, he was he's just he's a very flamboyant alt right guy who I'm I'm not gonna lie I fucking hate him. I've heard him in multiple interviews. Sad thing is he's funny and quick witted, but he's an asshole and I can't fucking stand him. And he just mm-hmm. he he but the thing is he knows what buttons to push. He knows what's what's to say. He knows if he says some super outlandish shit, it's gonna cause a bunch of people talking about it. And he just writes that, yeah. and that just helps him. And you could keep on telling that to people who hate him, but they're just they're just still just kind of like, but we have to put a stand to it. We gotta stop it. And just like he was going to all these liberal places, doing all these speeches, and Berkeley was like, we're not fucking having that here. And they just had that huge fucking riot. And that's one of those things. No, no. I have I may have some I may have some left wing friends here, but I'm gonna say and I'm 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 gonna say I'm fairly left. I, I find myself leaning more to the middle this day and age, not so much falling on right wing policies, but more of just kind of like left. It's like I agree with you. We just gotta shut the fuck up for a second, <laughs> right? That's kind of what yeah, it's like. Just just don't don't act like a fucking yeah, idiot. Just quit, you know. It's just like let him. Here's what you do: let him talk. Let him look how let him show how fucking flawed his ideology is, and then debate him on it. Don't fucking yeah. throw a bunch of fucking Molotov cocktails and fucking burn shit like a retard. Burn shit yeah. down. You're just giving him fuel for the fire. And granted, he brought himself down just by saying some stupid shit about like, oh, you know, when I got fucked by a priest, it wasn't all that bad, you know. So it's like. It's like people just got to stop like, oh, man, I'm just we're getting riled up here. Just short and simple of it. I, I don't know. Yeah, that, that pissed me off anyway, because they canceled the fucking Steel Panther concert in that area. And there was all kinds of like that was when like the right wing guys showed up there and had their riot at the Steel Panther concert. No, it wasn't at Steel Panther. It was in Berkeley, though, because the ca- concert was in Berkeley and there was like a right wing people that showed up to have their fucking like speech. And, of course, a bunch of stupid college kids or something like had a big fat riot out there and everything like that and just caused havoc for Berkeley. Well, my thing, Berkeley's one of those areas, like it's an area that like, beautiful part of town, but it's, it's, yeah, it is nice, 
but it also is like the epitome of like the evil of the old world. Like when I see Berkeley, I'm like, it represents like what we should be trying to get away from. Berkeley is that like Coliseum that high class entitlement kind of yeah, education. Because just the way it's designed, it's just like, it's that kind of like old world, like, yes, this education's not for everyone. It's only for like the enlightened ones. And that's what I don't like is, and okay, that's like any UC. And if you're anywhere else in the fucking America, you know, Princeton, Yale, any of those colleges, they all represent the same thing. But for where we're at, Berkeley's our close one to point the finger at. And I just look at it and just, I see it. And it's not that the architecture's bad. But it makes me angry. It makes me want to fucking rage against the machine and fucking burn this shit down because it's like, no, no, this shit right here is why we have fucking like separations. You know what I mean? Education should be for fucking everyone so that everybody's fucking educated. Because here's the thing. In a hundred fucking years, if you're not educated, what the fuck are you going to be? You're going to be like fucking manure for a robot to like stir around. <laughs> you got nothing to be. Well, I'll, I'm, I'm going to Berkeley for a second. I'll say when a, when a robot's out there planting his fucking dandelion patch, he's going to be using a bag of you. I'll say and the, the sad thing is it's probably because there's so many Berkeley students around there. <laughs> bag of you. Just, it's just it's, <laughs> bag of you. Just a picture of you on like a bag of manure. Um, um, what's going to say, uh, regarding Berkeley, I think that I like the town Berkeley, but I see what you're saying with the college, like that kind of, well, yeah, it's, it's a mixed thing because yeah, as I said, like there's cool, there's really cool stuff to go there, but it's one of those places that makes me happy and angry all at the same time. Well, like I'm kind of, I'm very, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty left leaning person, but I think people are a little overly sensitive and I, they're definitely, as I said earlier, I think in most cases we may disagree on this, but um, here, here's an example. This is something you and I disagree on, yet we're still here every week doing a podcast, talking about Batman and whatever else, and even this shit. It seems like a lot of people, it's like, you either agree with me or you fucking yeah. don't. And if you don't, we can't be fucking friends. <laughs> like that type. Oh, just to clarify, I want to, because I know Marley listens to the show. I just realized, I just remembered something. Me and Marley got into a small debate about Logan. And it was one of those things, I just got home from work. I got home from work and he was just like, Logan was good for the most part, but it was overrated. I'm just like, I'm not in the mood for this conversation, dude. I'm fucking tired. And it was just all through text. And then he said something else. Like, but I like this part. I like that part. I just realized I never got back to him. So now probably to him seems well, like yeah. our friendship is over because I liked Logan more than him. <laughs> but no, Marley, if you're listening, still love you. I just was not in the mood that day and I was super fucking tired. But anyway, um, but regarding that though, I think that, people on both sides are getting a little too much. Like they don't want to talk about it. They just want to get angry and just get their fit out and rather than talk about it. Just blog about it. Keep on like retweeting and sending hate mail to someone until they get fired and then move on. And they, that thing that, that they did, like, what was it? There was, um, I mean, throw, throw a fucking rock. You'll hit a situation. There was like, who was it? Um, I'm trying to think. I know there's a couple on my mind, but I'm trying to think of a good example that way I don't like fucking that way. I'm just what I can't even fucking talk right now. Um, I'm trying to think of an example where it's like, cause you, every so, every so often you hear a, a story about a guy who got fired for tweeting or saying something on a podcast. Fucking bullshit. And then you find, That's cause I do a podcast. But. Yeah. Well, you hear someone getting fired or getting, or something like that for tweeting or whatever. And then you hear like, that's all it was. Now there were some stuff like, okay, that was kind of offensive. Maybe you shouldn't have got fired for that. But it seems like every week that happens. There was a guy from that. Now, granted, I'm not a fan of the things I heard. One of the guys on Kevin Smith's things that kind of funny show or whatever. 
And um, remember, remember that guy? He was on a couple of Kevin Smith podcasts, and he was he was running a, a panel, and he had his own thing. He used to be a part of IGN. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know that guy. He was like a panel leader a couple times. Yeah. Now I don't know if it was him or someone in their group, but that guy just got kind of fired because he posted like a joke, like "No woman for a day." Peace, hashtag quiet, you know, whatever. Just is, it's not really a funny joke, but it's not like anything to well, lose their fucking yeah, job. I'll say this. At the end of the day, th- and that, that's somebody, a gra- somebody that's a like joke right post. there. At the end of the day, that's like something that you would hear from a World War II vet. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you can't handle that it's, joke, that's the thing that bothers me. It's like, you can't handle it. It's like, what the fuck's wrong if you like, you know what I mean? That's like, now you're infringing on somebody else's freedom. Like, that's my thing. It's one of those things like, I don't find the joke funny but I'm sure as shit not going to try and get someone fired. And like, you know, they tried like somebody, I think it was for the Huffington post or some super left winning left leaning article wrote like he wrote a sexist racist tweet. It's like, it's not fucking racist. It's, it's literally, it's maybe you could semi like sat satirically sexist or maybe whatever. Say it's like, you know what? If it was just Indian women that showed up, you wouldn't get a whole lot of, oh! like, something like that. <laughs> just turn it racist. <laughs> Like, well, those ones, like, if that's what he was going after. But it's one of those things where it's like, I'm not even saying that joke was funny or anything. And I'm, I just, I've been kind of like, oh, I wouldn't really tempt those waters because I can see the world we live in. But at the same time, I sure as shit, like, the thing is, all the people that were so mad about that, they just probably got their spiritual, like, how dare you? Whew, I got that out. Time to move on to something else and never think about this again. Well, see, I feel like I got to give that guy credit for putting that out because nowadays that's something that's, that used to be just like, hey, whatever. But being ballsy and standing your freedom, I think that's more important than anything else. Like, and I think that's the thing we got to fight against against these people here that want to take away freedom. Because at the end of the day, as long as it's like once, once like something like that, it's so fucking light. And it's when it's coming off, it's it's fucking comedy. It's not like the guy's being serious. Like, it's not like he's like, no, 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 you gotta fucking take them and put some fucking duct tape over their mouth so we can get one day of fucking quiet. No, he's not saying that. He's it's a fucking joke. And I guess the thing is, just you got a bunch of fucking pussies out there that can't handle fucking comedy. And even though I fucking hate war, maybe we need to send these people to war so they can get some fucking balls on them after they fucking like had to like share blood with someone else. I don't know what they need, but clearly they need something. Yeah, like there's a, there's a couple other situations, but I I know there's the whole there's the whole thing with John Tron. He said some stupid shit recently, so I can't really support that. Like he, he said some almost like like pro white like anti like you know immigration shit. So it's like ooh okay, um, that's unfortunate. But like there's other situations, so I'm not defending him. But there's some other situations that are there's there's so many fucking outrages each day. Someone like there's that shit with Steve Martin that happened like around Christmas time. He's just like. Carrie Fisher was a very beautiful woman and she was also a very smart woman. So people could only be, women could only be like beautiful. It's not that she's beautiful and smart. That's shocking. I, yeah, it's only 140 characters that could fit all this shit into. What the fuck do you want me to say? Yeah, that, that, that's, you know? that's bullshit. That's why almost at the end of the day, I, I hate kind of looking almost even at the news. It's like, it's like, where, where's Batman? Where's Batman when I need him? Oh, Batman, you don't have any of these issues going on in your stories. He'll punch the tolerance into you. Yeah, exactly. It's like sometimes <laughs> at the end of the day, there is something to be said about just like fucking avoiding it all and just saying, you know what? Fuck all these people. I'm going to fucking sit here and just enjoy myself with either a game or a movie or a comic or a book and just 
You know, because it stirs you up. I mean, right now we're fucking stirred up, and it's not like we intended this to happen. It just somehow, some way, sp- fucking Power it Rangers. Started with a conversation about fucking Power Rangers, <laughs> and next thing you know, we're like fucking burn Berkeley down, fuck it all, start over. The only hippies that are left there are like seventy years old, and they're fucking trying to sell jewelry on the street. There's no such thing as a hippie in Berkeley. No real ones anymore. <laughs> Well, I'm just to, just to clarify, just so you know where I stand on this, I do think that, you know, make a poster of all the things that people and social justice warriors want. Chances are, yeah, I'll agree with most of it. Do I think we need to get this many people who don't matter? Like, the thing is, they, they seem to single on people that really have no major effect on it. Just like, okay, there's a lot of, like, injustice going on in the world. Let's focus on these politicians and try to fix that. Let's try and make our votes. Protest if you have to. Not by burning shit down. Yeah, by protesting yeah, and writing. Don't. And then you get the people that are just like Jimmy Fallon fucking like did not ask the hard-hitting questions when he had Donald Trump on his show the other day. He's he's a sellout. Like, really? The guy who made the taxi driver, the, the, the crazy taxi <laughs> movie? movie didn't ask the, the guy who made the, the t- crazy taxi movie didn't ask the hard-hitting questions? Are you that fucking shocked? <laughs> That's the thing too. It's like, how fucking disappointed are you with your? How fucking are you disappointed by everything? If some fucking midnight, if some fucking late night host did not like ask Donald Trump, so what do you mean by all Mexicans are rapists? What do you fuck? You know, it's just like that's why you have like that's why you have other news outlets. That's why it's just a fucking new. It's like he course he's like some like he's not a political satire guy he's not john stewart he's just some fucking late night host well the other day it's like if you're watching jimmy fallon i mean he's funny news he's not like serious you're not watching real sh- it's not like you're if we're watching bbc and they just fucking like you know what i mean like where you kind of expect the hard news it's like you're watching fucking you're watching fucking popcorn news at the end of the day like it's not even real news it's more just like fun like hey let's have some jokes let's point some things out hey here's a celebrity you know what i mean like god like I don't. I think that's what bothers me. Is you just get the people. It's the fucking armchair, fucking, you know, politicians and everybody who wants to fight it. And it's in the end of the day. This is what I always kind of feel. No matter what, at the end of the day, if you got to promise something, you fucking get your ass off the couch and go fucking do something about it. Or if you're not going to do something about it, shut the fuck up. It's like that's kind of how it is. Like don't fucking. The more you know. Yeah, don't fucking bitch if you ain't gonna fucking do something about it. And that's kind of how I feel. It's like once one's like I see shit like that. I'm like, man, I should go out there and do something about it. Well, I got this comic book to work on, so fuck it. Turn it off. Let's just focus on my things now. <laughs> and that's what I mean. Like, I mean, yeah, I don't mean that in a bad way, but it's like, hey, I'm not going to go out there and fucking solve some of these things. So I, it sounds bad, but it's almost like you're better off almost not knowing about it and just focusing on whatever you do and getting that done instead of just being there and just going like, because that's the thing I, I hate when you see people that watch news day in, day out, they watch it two to three times a day and they're always fucking miserable. And they're always like, this is bad and this is bad and this is bad. It's like, cause you're watching the fucking news. It's like the worst thing you could possibly be doing to yourself. You know what I mean? The only reason you watch the news, if you're going to be like, okay, today as Ozymandias, what am I going to solve? Okay. This thing <laughs> on the news is bothering me. And, I, and you know, cause you're somebody who can actually physically go out and do it. But if you're not Ozymandias, you can't physically go out and just do this stuff. So might as well not even have to generally see it. I don't mean that in a bad way but don't expose yourself to like all these problems that you can't solve and they're just going to keep you up at night this is going to go a couple of months back but i think stephen colbert said it best it was right at when trump got elected because what happened was they had uh he had some show which was he was commenting on the um 
on uh, the numbers and how good he's doing and like who was winning and whatnot. And then it came down to Trump winning and he was surprised as well as a lot of people in the audience. Cause you know, it's Colbert. It's a fairly left leaning crowd. And he says, wow, you know, I'm kind of surprised here and this and that. He made a few soft jokes, but he kind of ended with something very heartwarming. It was like, you know what? There's a time when you didn't, politics was in our face every day. It was like you talked about it a little bit here and there. The election came, you stayed up on the election, then you made your vote, and that was that. Now we bring it home with us every day. It's in our faces every day, and it's easy to lose sight. And I think we all just, it's easy to hate people so much. And then I think that's, you know, just kind of living in outrage culture now. We're just getting outraged right now. We, and when, we just exactly. Get, it, we, we, we don't even Power Rangers to, to this shit. We want to talk about Power Rangers, and we want to talk about Mass Effect, and we want to talk about Batman and everything we love, but somehow, some way. So let's just fuck it. We're, we're going to. In this right here, we're going to end off on a this this will this will come in. I got the new Mass Effect. They fixed all the RPG elements that they took out of two and three. It's fucking amazing. That's good. I heard a lot of people not liking the new Mass Effect, but I'm good. It's good to hear that someone else someone out there likes hey, oh, it. It's, it's so weird. It's like dude, like when somebody tells me they don't like it, it's like what? It's like they made like the best Mass Effect you could possibly want. You know, I mean the original one. Don't be wrong. The original one's always going to be pure amazing to me. And two and three, like don't be wrong. I like the story and everything in those games. But once they took out the RPG element, I was kind of like ah, you it, two and three is kind of a sellout game. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of and it's yeah. not. That it's not that they're bad, but they literally took a game that was really original and they said, hey, let's make it kind of like everybody else's game. You know, and that was what always kind of bummed me out. Don't get me wrong. I still like two and three a lot. Two and three were really fun. But this Andromeda one, it feels like they're going back to like one style where it's like, hey, man, we're going to be kind of our own thing. You still got to reload your guns. Okay, that's a little bit of a like thing, but whatever. They're, you know, I mean, it sounds so weird, but I kind of like the phaser thing where it's like they overheat instead. But mm-hmm. so you got that. But it's like, dude, you're fucking on these planets here. It's got a cool story going on. You got the fucking Xbox rover. only or is it PS4? It's PS4. I got it for PS4. I don't know. I, I kid you not. It's fucking awesome. And you're like on space and you can like run around on these planets here and fucking set up colonies. And next thing you know, you can choose between right and left. Like, do you want military on this planet? Do you want science? I'm like, fucking put some science on this planet. That's what I want. And people are like, science well, what if somebody it? comes by and tries to invade? I'm like, well, I'll go down there and shoot them in the fucking face. How about them apples? Oh, yeah. science lasers. <laughs> you know, and it's just mad. And they give you like six options, like when you talk to people. So you got like all these different things you can say. So you can be a dick or you can be like the nice guy or the smart guy or whatever you want to fucking say or the condescending person. Like to me, it's like, dude, it's everything that I want in Mass Effect. And they kind of fix all the problems that I kind of had. And once again, they're light problems, but dude, they brought everything back that I wanted and added even more. It's like, and it's, I, I just think people nowadays, once again, it kind of comes to everything else. People are just so ungrateful for what they have. They don't realize that they're living in like such a magical world. They and I just think some people just they just you know some some of us can watch Platoon and understand that like war fucking sucks. I am glad for what I have, but others I think need to experience Platoon. Sadly enough, sadly I don't think watching it does enough for them. <laughs> yeah, I think it's people just people naturally need to latch on to something to be angry about. They need to put their aggression towards something. So uh-huh. I think that we're all guilty of it in some form or another. I mean, you yeah. know, when we're younger, it's kind of like, you like this band? I like that band. Fuck, Fuck you. You <laughs> like Xbox, like Nintendo. Fuck you. Fuck you. Now it's eventually, it could grow. I think that just grows into politics and other shit. But yeah. And that's where I just try to, I try to go like, you know what, man? Fucking like, what's there to hate in a movie, man? Like they're all fucking awesome, dude. Like it really takes some, the movie really has to be really offensive to me somehow for me to like hate it. But other than that though, it's fucking awesome. I just got to put my all, I just got to put all my aggression into like, what do you really hate? 
I really h- fucking hate pandas. That's what I fucking hate. Just bottle it all. Be be cool with like Republican, Democrat. I don't give a fuck, man. Be yeah, man be. Fucking, they're just another person's brother, man. This is all it is, right? Black, yeah. white, Asian, Mexican. I don't give a shit, man. Come on Milk in. Pot is, for that life. A, is that is that a fucking panda? What's my one, what's my only rule? Hey, man, you want diet or not diet? Whatever, man, it's fine, whatever. But what the fuck? Mix it together. Panda? Yeah, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Where's your brown? Where's your brown, panda? Where's your panda? Get the fuck out of here, panda. Oh. Panda. Just got to find some, we all, everybody just needs to get something angry at. And I think it's just so easy when people just throw, flood the internet with shit. But yeah, let's end on a high note. Yeah, at the end of the day, I just go like, damn, I'm, I'm just, I'm just fucking grateful that I got. You got sweet- Mass Effect. <laughs> Dude, I got Mass Effect. It's fucking awesome. Like, I couldn't ask for anything more like, you know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, it's like, what the fuck is it to complain about? I mean, every once in a while, there's some small things in, you know, video games you can go, oh, well, this could be a little bit better than that. You know, it's like in Zelda. The controls could be just a tad bit in different positions, and I probably would like that more, but at the end of the day, you get fucking used to it. It's not that bad. And even, fuck, even Zelda fucked me up on Mass Effect, because I was, you know, like, in the Zelda games nowadays, they've, they've had it for a while, but you can kind of, like, slightly move either your 3DS or your controller to aim. And I know some mm-hmm. people don't like that. I think that's fucking amazing. But I was playing Mass Effect, I went to Snipe, and I was like, oh yeah, that doesn't work on PlayStation. Can't do that here. <laughs> I was like, oh, it, it, it fucked me up. I couldn't shoot properly for a while there. So I was like, oh, god damn it, but Yeah, dude, and like, you know, Power Rangers, dude, Power Rangers fucking sick. Dude, we get a Power Rangers movie, and it's not just like, you know, some kind of spinoff of the TV show. No, it's its own fucking thing. It's big, it's huge. It's got a fucking it's T-Rex in it. You know, we, we get... Yeah. Not for beauty. me, but not for me, but cool. It happened, you know. People like it. That's good. Yeah, exactly. It's like you know, they, they got a Beauty and the Beast movie out there. It was okay, not as good as the cartoon. I don't even know why it's kind of made, but whatever. You get fucking Dracula playing Gaston. I'm happy. What the fuck? Yeah, movie looks kind of whatever to me. You know, whatever. Yeah, well, it just like it's one of those movies you watch and you kind of go, I've, I've seen the this cartoon. before. Yeah. The only thing I liked it, there, there was a line in the fucking Beauty and the Beast movie that I thought was amazing. There's a part where LeFou, like. Gaston's flipping out. He's like, dude, old man, where the fuck is this beast at? I can't fucking believe you can't show me it. And LeFou's like, calm down now, Gaston. Calm down. Think of the war. Think of the war. He's like, oh, yeah, the war. He's like, think of people dying. You know, think of all the widows. He's like, okay, I feel better now. I thought that was a fucking hilarious. (laughs) That's good. That's good. Think of the fucking war. Like, that makes him happy. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Uh, But, yeah, that's a good place to leave off. It's fucking 2 o'clock. Or 2 o'clock. It's 2 hours in. You know. Mm. It was a good show. So paint it black next week. Or next episode. And until then, I'm Spencer Scott Holmes. I'm trying that again. So check out oldmanorange.com and we will see you some other time. Toodaloo, folks. Toodaloo. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Old Man Orange Podcast. Check out our website at oldmanorange.com for even more podcasts, cartoons, videos, music, and more. Send us an email at oldmanorangepodcast at yahoo.com. Be sure to subscribe, share, rate, and review us on iTunes, Podomatic, or any of the other fine sites we might be located on. And if you want to help out even more, click on the Amazon or GameStop links on our webpage before you make any purchases there. Won't cost you a penny, but it sends us a little something our way. Thanks for listening, and tune in next week to Old Man Orange. <laughs>